So you see Kicker there saying good evening. Incantabot's working. Already throwing up the horns. Uh, welcome, everybody. Welcome, chat gang. I am, of course, the magical Mr. Mephisto. I will be your GM and host for the evening. I am joined by some of your favorite content creators from across the community. This is the best damn soulbound show. Adventure 15, Midnight Sky. So, uh, so yeah, um, Miley Cyrus reference is deliberate. Uh, you listen to it once and you become a strong, independent woman. Like, it's that good. <laughs> How are y'all tonight? Good man. Good. Right on. I'm excited. Who's in the cog for it? <laughs> Who's in the cog for it? That's right. Uh, so last week, uh, last adventure was actually uh, a little bit of an interlude. We did uh, Lanessa's uh, sort of side adventure, uh, you know, for splitting the party. That thing you never do. Um, <laughs> like, I'm new to all this, but I, I heard that was like the thing. That and don't be a murder hobo. There were several. Are you sure's? Uh, there, uh, you know, to like try to nudge. There was RP to try to have the party RP, but Lanessa was committed to the course of action, um, and I think it actually worked out pretty good. So um, I don't know. Did did the party get to see Lanessa's adventure yet? Nope. Good. Then the I, wanted, I wanted to see. Yeah, I, I don't want to. I don't want any of that meta knowledge. Yeah. Nonsense. Yeah. Good. 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 Yeah, only only purity on this side of the fence. I saw his tweet, so I know he's still alive. She's still alive. <laughs> She's or whatever she posted, yes. To what to, to what end? Correct. Um, I live, bitch. Yeah. yeah. No, my Rona exactly. hair is getting really bad. Speaking of, I'm getting like the freaking doc, the doc brown, like just wisps that come out to the. They're they're not good. Yeah. So we gotta we gotta get on that. Um, but most of the chat gang seems to have seen it. Um, we will have some stuff going on. But the the week prior then was of course uh, the party kind of continuing through the river river wastes in the ruins of Aramentia, uh, trying to make it toward Adasa. Uh, they enter this sort of forever war, um, just constant battles of forces and chaos uh, in this loop. Uh, Final Fantasy: The Spirits Within style. Um, and uh, sort of as, as the spirits are becoming more and more dangerous, uh, they see this cog fort kind of crest the horizon and sort of heading not quite towards them, sort of at an angle, you know, uh, an angle past them, as it were. Um, and uh, that's about where we're going to pick up. So the party has since, like, sort of chased down the cog fort. Um, a little lift has come down to bring them on board and uh, you sort of uh, kind of come up onto like the main deck slash main street, you know, uh, and you see the, the main sort of like a uh, uh, area. They let you, they just sort of let you in and um, it becomes immediately apparent that this is not crewed by any living creature. Um, okay. Like you can see like the, uh, you can see uh, many a Dwarden ghost and spirit just sort of, like, flitting in and out of reality as they, like, go incorporeal to go take up the next, like, task and stuff like that, and, uh... You need to bring the dwarf in. I need he to didn't get him. lifted up into the cog fort yet. Oh, yeah, we gotta send down the... He's, he's up on the summit. There he is. Beautiful. Beautiful. So... Uh, some of you may have noticed that... So it's that... a ghostly cog fort is what I'm hearing here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Uh, mm. Well, that's very strange, but oh well. This is still an easier way to travel. Um, 
This machine is big. I like it. Uh-huh. It doesn't. It doesn't seem like it's actually one of these ghosts. It's just crewed by ghosts. Maybe. Maybe its whole crew died, but then like it's still just walking around. You know. That makes sense, right? Okay. Great. Character's trying so hard not to make a ghost in the machine reference. Um. You uh, so you see this sort of like miniature. I mean, it's a it's a fort. You know. Oh wait, it's a, it's a, uh, hold on. Um, is is Gig in fact right? Like the ghosts are actually affecting reality by pulling the levers and stuff, or yeah. are they just going through the motions? Yeah, they're they're actually piloting it. Okay, all right. Um, so you see these 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 ghosts who are in. Um, you're sort of like taking in the the sight of again a fort that's you know, designed for, for mobile combat, essentially. And so you're, you're seeing all this, this action and activity. And the bulk of the ghosts don't really take note of the party, like, whatsoever. Uh, you do make out sort of, uh, sort of sitting off to the side, the only two sort of corporeal individuals, well, I should say three, corporeal individuals on the entire cog fort. Uh, one sort of, like, standing off... Uh, Sort of like off to the side with like a large pack on uh, on his back. Uh, he's got a like a gloriously well kept long goatee, uh, and he's uh, has a little bit of a grumpy look on his face uh, as he's like he's an obvious peddler, and he hasn't had anyone to sell to in quite a while. Upon seeing the party, his eye his his eyes immediately light up, and he doesn't like rush the party or anything like that. He just like kind of adjusts his adjusts his like robes and like gets a proper stance and like holds his cane a little bit more astutely and like rolls out a blanket in front of him and starts laying down some trinkets and stuff like preparing for like the first adventurers he's seen in a long while. Uh the other it's like a real living person. Yeah, real living person. Um Oh, it's okay. a ghost trader. It's a real trader. Okay. Yeah, a real a real like uh humanoid like from from the distance you make out. It seems human enough. Could be an elf maybe underneath the uh, the cowl he's got on, but um, seems seems human enough. Um, the uh, sort of opposite, uh, where you see this merchant, this real living merchant, who's like now like got the wares like beginning to spread them out like with this blanket that he unfurls, uh, like uh, the pack still like high on his back, you know, uh, giving him this sort of like hunched back, uh, hulking figure like look of just like trinketry and and doodads, uh, and then opposite him is a. Uh, uh, a well. Go ahead and describe yourself. Well, should I go into like the my whole greeting to the party, or like me, me? Just what do they see? That you maybe you. I don't so think you've greeted, quite I'm, greeted the party yet. Gotcha. Uh, tall, slender, deepkin emissary there, with wild golden eyes, jet black hair, leaning on my eel. The smell of the ocean cascading off. So, and, uh, get fishy with it. that's right. Um, as you just kind of catch them in your view and your sort of surveillance of the area, uh, what must be the captain and or commander of this cog fort, um, a, like just a wispy, uh, like a whiskey, a wispy brute of a dwarven ghost, uh, sort of like wearing formerly colors of like gold and red that have sort of like faded with and, and decayed with time. You can see it's sort of like begun to show in him 
little like clips of, flex of his cheek maybe missing uh balbosa style right uh comes fl- like just sort of like takes like this sort of step and then and then like sort of walks through a wall and then comes out the other side he's wearing a grand sort of uh, a grand sort of like commander's cap you know the sort of classic uh you know, sideways, like at the little hump type thing. Uh, he's got uh, brandishing arms and armaments on his body, and he is by far the well, the the best dressed amongst the dwarves. Um, Commander Grundlewick Brimfort, at your service. Hello, Brimfort. Brimfort. Okay. Oh, does he like tip his hat when he says that? <laughs> yeah, just like takes it off. Uh, we saw you stranded, and it's not in my—it's uh, not in my nature to leave you stranded. Well, I appreciate it. So uh, you're dead, but you two are alive. What's the story I... here? Also, why do you smell weird? Well, you very inquisitive lad. My name is Glorfindius Shatelstalker, and I'm out here looking for the soul binding of. The Sigmarite priest, Skig, mighty destroyer of cults, warm of cuddles. I don't know why he actually is warm of cuddles, but we'll find out later, I'm sure. And he, really? I I need help. Oh, well, that's good. You came to the right place then. That's us. Yeah. Beautiful. You, you stayed at the right place. Yeah. Hi. Great, I've been wandering in this damn cog fort for, feels like months. Going through the reaver wastes. Well, there's some kind of ghost war thing going on. It's complicated. Uh, heck me. The there's water in here, water in there. At least we get a real one, I. Captain Spirit, oh. are you part of the ghost war? Uh, <laughs> he's like, he's like, got it, like, since pulled out a pipe and he's like puffing on it and like. <laughs> the pipe is corporeal, <laughs> but there's like, like the smoke like quickly wafts out because he can't pull like oxygen through it. You know, is it is it him coming through the pipe, <laughs> or is it ghost smoke coming no, through the nothing, pipe? No, no smoke. Like this, the pipe smolders and goes out, and he just like his face says it all. He just goes, you know, it's the 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 unspoken damn as he like puts the pipe away, <laughs> like. <laughs> Um, I've had that for a while, haven't you? I... He's a little <laughs> bit weird with it. He's like, hey, this one's magic. I was hoping it might work. Even in death, uh, a good, a good, uh, good pipe weed still sounds good to me. He's like, uh, first you to this. Yeah, what's the story here? Like, go ahead. We're ready. You found us. We're here to help. So I... whatever, we'll save you or whatever needs to be done. Got that? That's no problem. We oh, agree. No. Okay, so I'm curious though. What's with this ghost fort? Like, how'd you get on this thing? What's the situation here? This is weird. Well, the fort is uh, the fort was mine in life, and it seems in death I could not be separated from it. He says, "There is a there is a great enchantment over this entire these entire wastes." Uh, I've speculated a pendant holds us and keeps us from passing on. Uh, We mostly evade the. Hi. Like somebody's wearing a necklace, and I... so you can't walk this giant machine around. Keeps us from passing on to what gro- glory waits us beyond the veil. Oh. It holds. Did us you die way. in this? That's what I'm. I'm with. I'm with Feargrim. He wants to know that. I millennia ago, he nods. 
we okay. we met our fate uh, in a great battle with the Ever Chosen and his forces. Gotcha. Okay. Right on. All right. Um, he tells the story a lot. You stay here, you'll go and hear it again and again and again. So how'd you come to be here, Fishman? I, well, you see, I am... <laughs> okay, so I know I seem like I'm all confident and great. I was once part of a soul binding. Not really. I... We'll continue. <laughs> Thank you. So, all right, follow me here. I am looking for a zinch sorcerer. Mm-hmm. His name is Kazatraxa. Never heard of him. I oh, good for you. The right proper muppet. Fucker trapped me soulbinding party in a magic mirror. Okay. I I shade glass. Uh, like Brindle is like trying to pack pack the pipe again. <laughs> Uh, Grundlewick, sorry. Yeah, so... My problem is... I can't really take him on by myself and Meil Jeffrey the Farth here. And I was told y'all are really good at killing Chaos Cults. That's true. Did you learn that you can take him on with Jeffrey the first through the third? Yeah, we don't talk about him. Right. What happened to the rest of your soul bind? They Are got still stuck in the glass. I, Zinchin mm. spell. I, it's I'm my a spell. wizard. I've got a sword, a shield, and an eel. That's all I've got, lad. You think I know the arcane magic? I'd be here with all the dead Dwarden. He's got a good point there. Mostly, I suspect it's a, it's the same uh, sorcerer bloke what carries a pendant. Uh, ah. A Zinchian okay. cursed object. You think this guy's like out here somewhere amongst these wastes? Fucking hope so. The dwarves won't stop talking about it. Aye, okay. the shifting spire. It's a weird tower of sorts. Deep is in it the like waste. up in the air or is it on the ground? Oh, yes. Yes, he says. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, it shifts. All right, I'm, I'm getting this. I'm learning. Okay. We've mostly... This tower, uh, this um, this huge fort, could it be going towards where you think the tower is already? Uh, we were combing the desert, as it were, for uh, for you under... Oh, did you find anything yet? You... You. <laughs> I went right on it. Glorfindius has already taken the liberty of paying your passage. I. Well, one, thank you. That's very nice. Two, why would you pay? Why would you charge passage? You're a ghost. What are you going to buy food? I mean, I pointed his pipe. Old habits die hard. He is a dwarf. The, the currency of our bargain is unimportant. And he gives a. Uh, Gives Glorfindius, like, a look. I... Okay. Sure. When you're... The dead have but two things. I'm ready. Time. And, and uh... Wasted energy, he says. <laughs> and see. a huge cog for it. You do have that as well. 
Oh, it right. very much helps All the matter. Right. He goes slow. And he, he... a sidelong glance at the at the Ideneth. A somewhat of a soul. Uh, wee bit, wee bit, lad. He he pats like uh, like one of the walls of the cog fort, you know, and he's like he's like I, he's like. Saint Obsidia did something we couldn't lived. That's the name of this building. Aye. The whole fort, he nods. Well, okay. So, how do we find a Zine Sorcerer in a magic tower that walks around? Fortunately, we have our own walking building, so that seems to be something in our favor. Aye. A lot of walking buildings out here. That's a weird thing. He nods. He's like, they don't have them where you're from. Sorry. No, we don't make walking buildings. <laughs> no, we have big walking stuff, but it's usually beasts or animals. Oh. Don't you Aye, sometimes a throw a... Don't, didn't you ever think to maybe throw a building on top of one of the, the walking beasts? Uh, we I... can't make buildings. We usually can't stop uh, moving long enough to create a building. I think it's holding our culture back. Like, I agree. It is holding your culture back. As for finding I mean, the sh oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. As for finding the shift and spire, you leave that to me. He's like, we found you. That's what matters for now. He's like, we'll find you the spire too. Okay. I glance at Fiergrim. What tall tales has this elf told about us? <laughs> I look very confused. <laughs> Uh, Commander Grundlewick Brimfort uh, heads like sort of back, like he steps through the wall and he's he's gone someplace up. He even like you can see he's like he's not even like on the ground. He just kind of floats and flits off. And so, uh, not to say what's on everybody's mind, but do they have like food you can exactly. eat in this ghost fort? Oh, yes. They he's, actually. I, I look over. I look over to Big Winter. They actually I stocked up. Ask how many eels he has, because that's what I was going to ask. Sure, uh, Glorfindius, you've three. been subsisting on a on a steady diet of lava bloom cacti, skinned Aye. and dried with a, a pinch of salt, and uh, fire fin skull tortoise soup. I. Uh, the ghosts have like have like harvested meat. <laughs> Well, they don't eat it themselves, and they keep tripping over the feckin' things. So, so there's food. That's what's important, right? Okay, it's great. it's it's it is cooked by by dead dwarves who once remembered what food might have tasted like. It's horrible, but it is sustaining. I'll be the judge of that. And there's plenty of it. They have like they heard there was an ogre. They've been stocking up conceivably for like the weeks they've been looking for you guys and months. <laughs> Right, time is weird here. It's uh, wibbly wobbly. I... Plenty of it. I think they. I think you'll be the judge of that too. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. You can call me Glarf. No need to be all formal with Glarfendius. All right, Glarf. Right. <clears throat> can I get me? that whole name though? Because I'm like writing it down. Glarfendius Chateau Stalker of the Umbra Venari Enclave. It's a lot to that. I very proud of the what enclave? Umbra, the Nadi. I'm from Ulgu. 
I've got a cousin from Wulgu. Oh, do you? Oh, well, I mean, I did. Oh, what happened to him? He died. I... We ate him. Oh, <laughs> good for you. I have a story that goes almost like that. Hmm. Pretty common. <laughs> I miss my brothers from there. Lived to ripe old ages themselves. 25. So like seven, eight? No, they were in well, the Marty. They lived to 25. It wasn't that bad. They were so old. I they must have been ancient. wise. All right, well, I'm, I'm sticking out my hand. If you want more big winter, uh, Boulderhead Enclave. Pleasure to meet you. I'm skeg. I had heard about ye. <laughs> And you there, Dwarden, who might you be? Fyrgrim, Grim Harasan. Grim Harasan? Sounds very like you're a go get him lad, aren't you? That's what he is. He is. Lord, what is that? That's one of the four Wait, things I like about him. The eel? Oh, thank Mara eel. Sixteen feet of furious... Jeffrey, stop your bobbing of your head. He's in Sarsal. He's just a freaking moron. Really, he just follows my head around and he just knows to bite when to bite. Did you That's say cool. 16 foot eel? Aye. Mm. <laughs> Aye, the great eating. Dome as rocks. But first, let's wait for this one to die. We probably shouldn't eat his pet now. Pet? Of course, I'm sure he has some sort of. Um... Hold on, y'all. Spiritual pets. personal bond with his mount, uh, which is what I'm used to. Yeah! <laughs> Hi, that's what we do. Ignore the blinders. It doesn't have eyes. It barely has teeth. It feels yeah! like it should have teeth. I this can't is, really This is reminding me of home. Mornfang can't see more than two feet. Huh? Lore trivia. This is true. <laughs> if they more eels don't have rend, they should have better teeth. But hey, here we are. We get it on the land instead. <laughs> this is, All this right. is the highbrow RP content people come for. I... <laughs> the, the meta. So, uh, hey, you. Hi. No, not you. Oh, <clears throat> you. Yeah, you have a name. Yeah, oh, you other me. guy. Uh, oh, the uh, the merchant like like stands Grim up totem. and. Pats his robes down, like brushes some crumbs from the uh, from the uh, uh, lava bloom cacti salad, you know, like. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. With what's your deal? Uh, I am uh, <clears throat> I am Gelin Chang, a traveler much like yourself, but a, pur a purveyor of rare wares and trinkets. Sorry, it's been a long cool. time since I've talked to anything other than an eel. I gotcha. So you're stuck here too, I assume. Nods. Since before, uh, I was stuck here. Uh, I've been here since before. Um, our uh, Glorf here. Okay. So, uh... to be to be quite honest, the the ruins of Aramentia are known for many great secrets and ancient technologies. I hope uh -huh. to stumble upon some of them, and this is the safest passage though it leaves me at a bit of a loss for patrons such as yourself 
and he like bows and takes a step. Back. Great. I would like to see your wares. Do you have uh, any cog forts for sale? Yeah, we want one of these. I'm afraid not. I uh, um. Damn. He's like he's like sifting through like the the blanket he's got sprawled out in front of him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like upturns a bowl to look under it. No, no cog forts. Like. Um... I have many, uh, many trinkets that protect, and your enemies wouldn't want to be on the wrong side of. Good, I like to double down on that concept. I'm afraid I couldn't quite fit a cog port in my, in my pack. <laughs> well, uh, something to remember for the future. It's a hot market. Oh, I'm... <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, you're, you're quite right, uh, Master, uh... Skig. Just Skig. My apologies, Skig. Uh, yeah, well, I can't think of anything I need, but hey, I'm glad that you are a traitor. With a D. Um, I very important, that. This is you know, follow us around, though, for it. Well, I do feel like you've kind of made a misstep in getting stuck here, because it's not like people to sell to. That's a real, uh, feels like that's kind of essential to your business model. But, I mean, I'm not a trader now. Working on well, the... He's going along, I guess. Uh, working on the supply part of it, uh, of, of, of the business model, as it were. Um, I see. For now. Oh, yeah. Step one, get supply. <laughs> Indeed, uh -huh. the order. Oh. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Mr. Big Winter, was it? Uh, gets it. Yeah, how long you been stuck here? He gives like the the like equivalent. He, he uh actually uh opens like the uh, the lapel of his like robes, you know, and like you see the flash of like a um could be like a watch or some sort of cog type thing or maybe even like an hourglass. Dependent. Oh, and uh like looks at it glances and he's like he gives <laughs> the z sorcerer yeah. got him got him got him it's yeah, that yeah. easy grab his wrist it's that oh, easy okay. yeah wrapped up like a nice little package yeah well there goes the side quest <laughs> um uh he gives about uh approximately uh three months wow oh. oh, that's not too bad uh real time not the deserts count he says I don't know what that means. You don't want to know, lad. I okay, but I do. Well, look, the Forever War count takes its toll in time on the individual, and that may vary from person to person. Mm. Memory to memory. Have you found a way to shield yourself from this, or? speed it up and my eyes are now glistening uh he like pats it like he just kind of like smooths out the robe where you saw the the trinket and he's like uh i found a shield as it were how does it work and can you reverse it no it does no such thing it's not powerful enough to undo or manipulate the powers of this place but it is enough to keep myself in uh, rather good health for my age, I must say. Okay. 
All right, hold on. I can't remember this guy's name. What is the trader's name? Gellin Chang. Gellin Chang. All right. Gellin. I want the opposite of that shield. What are what are my odds? I'm sorry. You mean like time moves faster, right? Yeah. Hmm. It's a good idea. Better what? I can see what I can whip together this evening. That thing. He like like he sprawls out. Oh, that's a guard. Oh, the flamed. Ah, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, he points at the baby magma tusk or whatever. I I. Wait, what did you point at? Skig gets what? it. He wants to grow the baby up. It's gonna take years. But if you've got some kind of thing that can make time go fast, we can grow this thing right up. That'll be a great weapon big whenever big we find that this walking right. castle. You love to see it. He's like it. Let me see what I can. He, he. Let me see what I can whip up. It may take. It, it may take me. Uh, it may take me the fortnight. It won't be cheap. That's okay. If it takes a fortnight, I have a fort money. Laugh at that. Just a smile, Darden. This is why Dwarden have beards, so they can hide the fact that they ever smile. <laughs> okay. Well, great. Well, you two should stick with us. Is there anything interesting to do here? Um, do you like talking to eels? I mean, talking I never really tried. To... You know what? Yeah. I'll say yes. Bring me to the eels. Do you have more? Or just no, that's the one. Mm, some sacker decided to kill the hard. So now we're on Jeffrey the Fourth. Ain't that right, Mr. Chang? I'm sorry, what? I. that's what I thought. He looks genuinely perplexed. I might be a wee bit mad from all the time going back and forth, so just smile and nod. Could it be that the Tommy Wimey stuff has gotten to Glarf's head? This is not my character talking. And, uh, but it is gonna, my character talking. He's just like renamed the eel because he thinks the other ones died, but there's only ever been one. <laughs> and so the eel is struggling to understand that its name keeps changing. I mean, it's legitimate. That That could be a real thing. Alright. We've met an insane IDK, but I haven't met an IDK. So perhaps it's a normal IDK. Mm. No baseline point. Well, this is a bit of an awkward Leviathan moment, you see. Well, you know how those Lumineth Realm Lords go, yeah, no, yeah? With Teclas up there with the horns? I don't know anything you just said. For the sake of this conversation right. moving forward, yes, I'm Deeply I feel like you just said words, but I didn't understand any of them. Yes. You're catching on. I agree with your words. Wonderful. Uh, Hi. Myriad leans over to Feargrim. Is this friend? Mm -hmm. I have no idea. And like he narrows his his like you know like robotic skeletal eyes at Glorfindius. 
like, and he just like looms over, you know, Skig, and you know, obviously the the ogre's taller, but he's that like thin, spindly sort of Slenderman Jack Skellington build, you know. So he's just like, <laughs> just mean mugging Glorfindius. All right, well, uh, well, I'm gonna go pray. All right, um, at at some point as you're sort of winding down in conversation, one of the uh, sort of crew or guards, as it were, of of the cog fort comes over. Uh, Commander says, uh, "You're to each have your own chamber." Okay. Um, and he like leads you essentially to the barracks, and um, uh, you have your pick of this bunk. Uh, we've no need of them. And like he just walks through the wall. Yeah, well, that's nice. Uh, I take whatever is, one is the closest because yeah, this is all insane luxury to me, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, he pokes his head back through the wall. Oh, uh, messes that way. Forgive my manners. I go that way. Haven't spoken through, or haven't spoken to the living in quite some time. Uh, and then he just like turns around awkwardly and leaves. Um, that way, uh, yeah, it's. I mean, it's just like uh, sort of like bench style seating, uh, tables, you know, like almost like picnic table style, uh, just long mm-hmm. things. And uh, there are troughs of food set up at one one end <laughs> of like of the room. And uh, it's all like little, like a uh, little boilerplate type things, with like fires churning from from the billowing engines of the cog fort. Okay. Keep it nice and. Right. It's a little. It's like it's too warm. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's it's too warm. It's too warm, but they wouldn't know. <clears throat> yeah. Right. Never really like the heat. At a cursory glance, how quality does this cooking look? Uh, it's a, it's what you would expect from some, from, uh, like a hundred dwarves with no taste buds and sense of touch. Just, they, they maybe got some pointers from an eel, but. <laughs> He's a wee bit of a bollocks at being a cook. Um, but like. Alright, I'm going to grab some so that I can eat it on the way to the kitchen. <laughs> like, don't. I don't actually stop. I'm just like picking some stuff up and then beelining it towards the kitchen. Yeah, there's uh, calmly. Yeah, there's like little um, like I said, like there's like a weird sort of like salad of these 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 lava bloom cacti, which are like the sh- the shaved off barbs, and you have the little like they're like plates, right? Um, you know, and they've got like some various like uh, roots, uh, like root style vegetables, and just like a, a an amalgam of things that. Not a ton of thought, like, oh, here's a bunch of plants that you can eat, and then they like threw it together and from the from the desert, <laughs> um, and then uh, and then there's a like a, a soup that's really reminiscent of the of the uh, of that scene of Lord of the Rings when uh, Aragorn gets handed like the fish soup, and it's just like it's it's the the water is gray, it's just got these big chunks of irregularly chopped like lizard meat essentially in it, so. Um, I'll tell you, they make a pretty good feast here. I'm eating it happily. It's pretty high quality stuff. I poke it a little bit and then begin to attempt to eat it. Um, its greatest offense is that it's bland and weird. Like it's just flavors that you know, like when you put ginger on something that just 
ginger doesn't belong on it. And you're why is you know, just yeah. Mm-hmm. Alright, when when they've when they've gotten their portions, I'm gonna pick up the the cafeteria tub it's in, like a like a beer, and then walk towards the kitchen sipping it. Yeah. Uh you see the yeah, there's a, ca- a cafe a cafeteria kitchen, like there's like a stack of like root vegetables in a burlap sack and like uh you can see the uh the sort of like uh these firefin skull tortoises uh aptly named for the fact that their shells look like a skull and then it's got like a li- more lizard than turtle in it you know uh just <laughs> just like stacked on uh, like stacked on like little uh little little uh little pallets uh salted so that they don't spoil you know so they're they're heavily salted um and uh and then like the various uh various like sort of uh crates of uh of like the cacti and all the other stuff indigenous plants to the area um really nothing exotic it's all ing- all local ingredients all all stuff right. here are there ghost cooks in here you catch the occasional ghost cook like sort of caught in a loop of activity it would have had in life and then like gaining its senses and then like muttering to itself and kind of like going to wander off unless you interrupt it. I do. They these dwarves that are crewing the ship with the exception of uh of Commander Grundlewick Brimfort himself, they all have the same habit of they'll they'll fall into that sort of routine that mm-hmm. ghostly routine and then they'll like kind of shake themselves from it as if they're fighting that like sort of desert like forever war. Hello, are you a chef? In the ship. Yes, on the cockboard, yeah. They're fighting it in the ship. Yes. Yeah. No, no, they're not actually fighting other soldiers. They're caught in the loops of activity. Every now and then, like, they, they run and man a turret, like, and shoot at a thing that's not there and stuff like that. So it does seem like they're they're still caught in their, their little loops, but they've somehow gained some sentience back. All right. Uh, yeah, as the, as the ghostly cooks... Um, cycle in here. Mm-hmm. I tell them to wait. Mm. No. Oh. oh and right. and get the others. Yeah. Get you, the other cooks. You got like a small fleet of about about of about ten cooks. Hello. Are you able to stop cooking? Yeah. Uh, we could not cook. It seems you get stuck in loops. Is this something you can avoid? It, we try hard. Yeah. I suppose. It's just sometimes the mind wanders, and when the mind wanders, well. All right. Eternity's a long time. I would like you to stop cooking. Okay. I, I look long and hard at Big Winter. <laughs> like through the like little pots and pans dangling down. <laughs> I, catch, I catch the glance and then consider that for a moment. Okay, how about this? Who wants to keep cooking? They all like kind of look at each other like one of them raises their hand. Okay, I will teach you how to cook. The rest do not need to cook. You can pursue personal betterment in the afterlife uh, however you feel the need to. I did always want to... Man, one of the big cannons, says the one like looking up. <laughs> yeah, that is a good dream. <laughs> I like pointed him. 
he he like rushes off through one of the walls, you know, and he's just gone. I got to remember to give that guy a trophy rack. The ancient tactical secrets of making a cannon fire twice. Okay, this is food, and then we um, time wipe, and I, I yeah, teach the guy teach how to cook. Teach him and I'll be if if this is like a base of operations for a while, I'll be like cooking in here all the time. Um, okay. uh, I teach him how to cook for other people. I've I've so far gathered the difference between cooking for myself and cooking for other people. The ingredients you use are wildly different. But I've got that much so far. Anyway. I mean, you even have a talent for cooking, as I recall. I do. I spent XP points to be able to cook, yes. So I want you to roll a, a mind... Uh, we'll, we'll do like a, a light... Yeah, we'll do a mind... Uh, where's my other sheet? Oh, to... to teach. To do, to do a teach? Yeah. yeah, to teach. You sure this isn't more like a... Soul, Like even? a beast handling? No, I'm kidding. Um, All right, I'm mind what? Let's go with mind... And you know what? I will allow beast handling. Uh, beast handling was a joke. I feel like uh, it's. it seems like it might be halfway between... I don't even know what teaching would be. I actually don't know. Maybe just the crafting skill itself that's associated to it? Yeah. yeah or perhaps. lore, potentially. Yeah. yeah we'll, so you teach in theory or practice? Both. So we'll do... Uh, practice, yeah. for sure. Yeah, so we'll, uh, we'll go with craft practice. mind. Yeah, just just mind, yeah. Yeah, craft mind. All right, I got two fours and a three. Okay. Um. Yeah. Um. The first evening, he seems to be like it seems to be clicking. You you start with the basics, like anything, right? It seems to be clicking, and um. Yeah, we'll we'll come back to this in a minute, uh, like on the next evening. Yeah, I, I wanted to like you know we don't need to RP through me uh, teaching him necessarily. If we're gonna be here for a while, I'll just be teaching him every day and and cooking for everyone as like uh, a thing to do on the ship. I mean yeah. fort. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Kind of deliberately so. Um. Okay. That evening, uh, pretty much passes without incident. Uh, you all. Uh, head to sleep and uh, we're going to cut to Fyrgrim uh, Fyrgrim you have another restless night the the time you've spent in this desert has I think it's become apparent to your party that that like it, it's it's wearing on you more than the rest of the party um, the timey-wimey mm -hmm. quality or the dreams or whatever um, so we cut to you uh, just it's black, it's blurred, you can see the the terrain sort of shifting and bobbing of, you know, sort of this golden sands to desert um, with the crimson sort of splotches between, and it's just blurred, you can't make out anything specific, and you just hear uh, a woman's voice saying, the binding is shattered. We've lost him, Fyrgrim. We've lost them all. You must live. Find others. And like, Fugram looks down and like clutched in his arms which are, are bleeding there's a shattered blade a broken bow and shards of a glaive and uh, a gem with it all 
um, you stumble, time skips as uh, you see sort of the, the terrain sort of shift between desert to eventually jungle. Uh, you fall down and pass out for countless time. You know, you see the stars spin above you and seem to kind of go in a time lapse. Uh, and then you see what at first y- you take as a godly vis- a visage bathed in light, golden lightning. And then, like, this mm-hmm. little sniffer of a nose comes through and pierces the mirage. And, uh, you sort of roll to your side and mutter, you'll have to do. I don't got much time left. And it's your voice saying these words. And you come to. It's my voice. Spin that cactus. You guys wake up the next day to a, a bustle of activity. Um, the the cog fort is in in full like roar and motion. Um, Gellin beams at the party uh, as they sort of like exit the the barracks and into the sort of commons, the the sort of common area, the. Uh, the, the street, as it were, the the deck, it's more it's more cobbled stone and street and and metal and you know it's a, it's a fort. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, you step out. He beams and he uh, he looks directly at Big Winter and he's like, I uh, I think I might have figured it out, but it's gonna take some doing. He says. Okay. Um, he like kind of like leads you over to one of the the sort of like uh one of the sort of like bastions you know that like overlooks the area where you might have like archers or cannoners or something like that, and like he gestures out and you can see like twirling through the desert these sort of like these sort of like ethereal electrified like cogs just roaring around and then like they seem to slow up speed and like rewind and you can see the wind and all the area around them. He's like, I'm going to need you to catch that, and he points at it. And this is just sort of etheric um, stuff. Yeah, it's like chrono- chronomatic. It's an endless spell, like currently tearing through like the the wild. Mm. It looks like uh, like sort of these magnetically held and spinning cogs. Every now and then you see a pop or crackle of of, of electric uh, sort of magical energies. I have just the thing. Uh, translator's note. I might not have just the thing, but he thinks he does. I... You may, he says, but I was thinking you could use this. <laughs> and, um... Uh, he holds up, like, a weird, like, sort of grapnel contraption, and on the end you can see it's, like, sort of two halves of a, uh, like, of an hourglass that would snatch down. Um, it's ogre-sized. Oh, yeah, like you'd mount it normally on something? Cool, yeah. okay. He's, he's like, it might be a little large, he says, so you're going to need to aim for the center. 
and capture its main etheric energies. It could be dangerous, he says. Well, it most certainly will be. What will... I'll shave half the price off for you. Oh, great. I was going to do it anyway, just so it happened faster. But I agree to your previously stated terms. <laughs> What's the range on this thing? You're going to have to get close, I'm afraid. Um, side note, how fast is this cog for moving? If I, I like go down and try to chase after an endless spell, is this thing just gone? Like long legs? I mean, it's it's like a little bit of the Godzilla thing, right? Like it, it takes really big steps and it moves pretty consistently. Um, it's faster than you can like chase it down. Yeah, you'd need like a mount or something to catch back up with it. Mm. Right. Um. Do you have uh? Do you have any spy glasses on this? On this thing? Uh, he, like, fumbles through, like, one of insi his inside pockets and, like, hands you one. Alright, I'm going to look in front of the cog for it to try to find one that's, like, in the path. And then we're going to, like, hang off of this thing's foot as it's, like, walking past it and try to shoot it. Perfect. <laughs> Which undoubtedly will make the shot more difficult. I understand that, yeah. but... Better than leaving being left behind. Yeah, so you're you're on the chronomatic dune, uh, trying to ca capture some chronomatic cogs. Yeah, um, and I put on a cape just so I look cooler when I'm doing this. All right. <laughs> um, is anyone gonna help you down? Like, do you're gonna have like, are you cluing in the party? Oh. Uh, none of these things have occurred to me, but I am, uh. Not trying to hide it or anything. Uh, yeah, if I'm around, I'll help him. I just question whether or not he wants help. Yeah, that's fine. You notice not... the exchange; you may catch bits and pieces of the conversation. Yeah, and I'm like They're walking not... back and forth. I'm getting a spyglass. I'm asking people for capes. There's plenty of opportunities to happen across me. So, what's the plan? I all right. Big winter with like an armful, an armful of cape, you know, like walking over to like the ledge. Battery regal. All right, so I'm gonna catch me an endless spell. Okay. I've hunted, I've hunted many creatures in my days, but never a spell. This is exciting. I got a big gun to shoot it with. I got a cape to look cool with. Mm -hmm. I got ropes. I got a spyglass to see it. You got a roll. I mean, it seems like you're pretty in order. Aye. You want our help? We can. I don't know what I can do against an endless spell. Probably just pray at it. But, you know, that's fine. I can do that. My plan is watertight all the way up until shooting it. After that, it's just the infinite blackness of space. So if you have something ingenious to do after that point... I would appreciate it. Well, I'll say, just in case it goes south, how about I go down there and try to keep you alive? Yeah. 
Um, Theogram, you're aware with your Urgold familiarity that Urgold has an effect on endless spells. Okay. Uh, that it can be used to like help contain them, or like you can you can do stuff with it. Um, yeah, you should be the one coming along. You're the you're the one with magic. Jeffrey and me will uh, be a I great can... sharing section. Uh, I'll join them. That's useful. Does your uh, does your eel eat on the spells or anything? No, but we can fly you close. Is that thing big enough to carry him? Phil I feel Gert. like it'd be a lot. Sixteen feet long. Oh, the ogre! Jeffrey, yeah. yeah, he's it'll struggle, but I are you ready, lad? Strong eel. It could probably carry like like Skig is basically a freebie for being carried. It could probably fit you and Feargrim and Skig. You're not certain it would fit, like, the ogre. It needs to set some of the extra girth to its body to actually maneuver, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Be a very straight line. Could it handle just the ogre and the... and, and Glarf? It would be difficult, but it, it could potentially... At least in like a like emergency type situation, yeah. Like you're not gonna like, yeah, yeah. It it could. It'd be difficult, but it could. Well, we could always call a halt to the fort. There's no reason they have to keep walking. We could take tell them to you know stop going for an hour so we can go get this spell. And that's why you're the brains of the operation. Oh, I didn't think of that part. You look sadly. This at is your why cape. I went to find. <laughs> It is a fantastic cape, though, lad. It was great with your... Maybe there'll cape. be a breeze down there. We can, you know, the plan isn't ruined. Aye, aye. I will go find the captain wherever he is. Okay. Um. Yeah, I mean, you, you just kind of, like, wind your way up through some of the stairs, and, you know, the captain's, you know, a, a, some sort of observatory deck, observatory deck uh, on the, in the cog fort. Um. You see uh, Commander uh, Grundlewick, uh, Brimfrost, or sorry, Brimfort, um, like, uh, sort of s staring just out over the horizon, you know, off, trying to, like, the Cogfort is going more adjacent to the, like, to the Chronomatic Dunes, not through, mm -hmm. it's avoiding them. So, Excuse me, Captain. Aye, he says, turning around. Uh, we need you to call a halt here for, uh, I don't know, uh, like an hour or something. It's, uh, something wrong? No, we gotta go catch one of those cogs from over in those sand dunes over there. Understood, so, he says. So, you know, we'll be back. <laughs> and, uh, you know, keep working on finding that sorcerer or whatever. But, uh, yeah, we'll be back shortly. We gotta go catch a spell. Whatever <laughs> that means. Already not. He's like, I um like and then he like barks some orders in Duarden and, and the, the cog forts like slows to a halt gradually, like you can feel the like legs craning beneath it as they like kind of slowly like come to a stop and kind of splay out a little bit so it can hunker down. Mm-hmm. Okay. It stopped. Let's do this. All right, I'm I'm so loaded up. I got all the gear. I'm ready. <laughs> I, Jeffrey's ready for a flight. 
All right. So how are you approaching this? Fold tracking survival mode. I got a cape that's the color of the desert. Uh, I'm I'm using I'm using the a type of tracking that I can only assume will also help with endless spells. This is never never tracked those before. <laughs> this will be great practice for trying to take down a Traxia. Is he an endless spell? Is he an endless spell? Well, there's zines. They keep shooting them out left, right, and center. I think isn't that different? Is it? I don't know. I've heard wizards before, just not particularly their spells. Oh. Yeah, wizards aren't cool. scary. Those well. are kind of scary. I could see someone being scared of wizards. We've been scared. You know, some of us might have had a bit of a run-in once or twice. It depends on the wizard, if i got to be honest. Yeah, especially tall ones. The problem with wizards is they rely on magic, and magic is always weaker than faith. Their stupid spells can be stopped by faith, but my but my faith can't be stopped by their magic. So, which is superior? I've seen this happen. I've heard stories. Yeah, faith OP. Sigmar intensifies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah. The lift goes down. The lift drops down. Um. Go ahead and actually roll the survival, <laughs> like sure, to track yeah. it. All right, I've, I've, uh, I brought capes for all of you. Oh, oh thank, thank you. you kindly. They're desert colored. Um, I... I like throw mine on the ground and kick it around and stuff to get some suit on it. All right, we're going survival. Myriad ties their cape on, you know, like rather primly. Yeah, around the waist. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a cape on top. Uh, they've got a cape on top of their cape now. Uh, all right. Um, what's my target number so I can apply the the bonuses? All right. So it's actually going to be a a, a, a DN uh, four three. Okay. Uh, in which case, I got six four and five, and then one and two. So I guess I'll just add the bonus to the the four and make it a five. So I got um, three. Exactsies. All right, yeah. Um, you get like you get like a line on like a particularly like uh like smaller uh, endless spell. <laughs> you know, it's like the. Oh, I thought this was a success. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You want to go for the big one? All right, fine. I... Oh, my bad. Okay, my bad. Is there's like there's like one He's that's up. like there's like the the co the chromatic cogs are just like kind of like whizzing, you know, sideways and like past each other like little uh like little blades and tumbleweeds, right? Like throughout the field like a roving pack uh, of almost like pseudo sentient creatures and just like whirring past um you can you lock eyes with the one however like you see it there it is off like on the horizon up on like its own dune majestically larger than any other this is the I'm one following his lead by the way like he's the hunter so we're just yeah oh all right. Maintain the maintain the stealthy approach. With your with your uh, survival, you're able to kind of like navigate through this like the the dunes with the with the party, and uh, stay relatively uh, 
out of harm's way. A little bit of the fear and loathing in Las Vegas thing starts to happen, though, where, like, the time stretches and slows as the party's making its way through, and you're seeing little, like, vapor trails of the party and stuff, and then they, like, speed back up and catch up with you. You know, you come and you round around some, like, uh, some, like, rock feature, and as you come around it, you can already see, like, the shadow version of yourself out ahead of you, and you catch up with it, and it's just, like, all... Yeah, uh, like time is just. I turn crazy. back to the party. Careful, this is gear country. <laughs> uh, you get to within. And also, I I use my brain right now to try to remember, uh, exactly what he said about capturing one of these. Was it captured dead or alive? Or <laughs> he said, "Shoot for like the center gear, basically." Shoot for the center gear, but then like, am I supposed to bring this back alive and operable, or can it be smashed? Probably not smashed. Yeah, I'm. We're gonna have to pacify it. All right. All right. Uh, as the party sort of enters the zone of of the uh, chronomatic cogs, I need everyone to make a DN five two soul fortitude check. Okay. Soul fortitude. Mm -hmm. All right, so I'm applying soul as the base to a fortitude roll. Okay. Yeah, this thing is like just yeah. Yeah. What was it? A five two. Okay. Successful. Right. Fortitude. Successful. I got two. Hi. success yeah um, we good all right so uh grimnir you fail and like uh, so as you guys get like into the zone you can actually see these sort of like ripples and waves coming off of it and with little with little like trails and tails of 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 like electrical magical energies uh one of them happens to like crack you as you come through as it comes through uh in game terms uh you can either move or act not both and you can't use uh you can't use uh uh, uh metal um, you furthermore okay. take uh, two points of damage can't be prevented via armor um, and uh, like you magical kind of... damage prevention reduce it yeah yeah I'd say so if you have like a magical specific thing my runes yeah okay sure yeah yeah that makes sense your Urgold specifically yeah yeah so you can reduce that then in that case yeah um so this is just on the, like, the sort of upon entering the zone. Uh, you also happen to do that thing where you kind of, like, look over, and as it shocks you, it blasts this, like, energy doppelganger out of you, which is still standing there. It doesn't, unlike the other ones where you catch up and stuff, it's just, like, there. Out of sync with you. Can we see it? Yeah, the party sees that. Neat. There's two of you now. Go like this. It's mirroring your motions right now, like... Cool. How many cogs are there? It's the, like... I mean, it's it's an amalgam of, and they're kind of whirring around each other. Oh, they're kind spinning. of whirring around. Yeah. Right. Is it... How do I put this? Is it traveling? Or is it stationary? It's it's moving. Yeah, it is, it is traveling. It's like the cogs are spinning and whirring, and then they kind of reconfigure a little bit, and then it, like, it, it sort of like rolls are they along. getting into that? Um, ghosting effect or no? 
No, mostly they're giving off the ripples and electrics. And, okay. and... So they're the, they're the source of it, but it's not affecting them. <laughs> All right. Um, it probably notices us because it hit Feargrim, but anyway, we're gonna we're gonna fire the ballista and aim at the center, like you said. Okay. Um, so just a ranged attack. Um, because you're aiming for a like it's a called strike. It's quote unquote defense goes up by a step. Uh, so it has should be good. My ballistic is average. Uh, it go it goes to good defense. It's an endless spell. It doesn't really have great defense or anything like that. But so it goes. By the way, to... I will I will heal Feargrim and put up a bolster faith around us. Okay. I've heard about this. Continue. Yeah. Uh, it goes to it goes to good on account of the called strike. So. Okay, so I need fours then because I'm average. It starts at fours. And you need fives because it's higher than you. Yeah, you need right. fives. Uh, one five. Oof. Um, so like, what ends up happening is you launch it and you catch the center gear and like the the sort of clamps with this little like uh, uh, like almost living like uh time glass is like in the process of like clamping down, but then the sort of timey wimey stuff begins to happen and it like goes into like slow motion. Uh, you hit it, but it's not like a clean or perfect shot, so it's like. It's on target, but, like, just not perfect. Like, you don't quite get through the gears as they're whirring around it. And you get kind of stuck in a little bit. Uh, you're going to make that same DN5 to Soul Fortitude check again as it right. starts to fight you. And you're going to separately make a DN5 to Body uh, Athletics to maintain, like, this sort of, like, uh, wrangling <laughs> that you have going on. All right, I'm going to do the the Soul Fortitude first. And I got that. Uh, two fives. Okay. And the Athletics should be a little easier. Is this one, what is this? A yeah, five this is Body well? Athletics. You're, this is Body Athletics. So you're just like, like, this is where you're actually trying to huge and wrangle it. Yeah, I got I got three of those. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, so you maintain control of it. Um, you seem to actually like sort of finagle in such a way to where like you're actually able to like sort of pull it towards you and reel it in like a, a fishing thing and you're you're like classically fighting this thing um who was that uh the the tall tail that like uh, lassoed a tornado what was it oh uh that's um it's not john henry who am i thinking paul bunyan yeah paul bunyan with the blue ox right was i think it? he last yeah. yeah was it paul about right or pico spill or something like that um yeah yeah, so you're like you got a little bit of your own like sort of time adventures version of that going on right now. Uh, essentially, it comes around to the next set of actions. Everyone in the party that stays in the zone is going to have to make that DN five two soul. Uh, yours, Feargrim, goes DN five three because you've been hit once. All right. It's cumulative. The longer you stay here, the worse the time effect gets. It's not going to be good. Three successes. And two successes. Two. Uh, two. Alright. Uh, Feargrim, you're lashed for another two damage. Uh, the... A sort of reverberation happens between you and this, like, sort of a time doppelganger. This, this sort of temporal clone. Um, 
and it gets blasted with the overspill of energy and, like, grimaces at you and, like, pulls up, like, it, uh, like weapons and, like, where it's been kind of mirroring you, it actually, like, takes a step towards you and is, is going to be get lunging towards you at the bottom of the round. To know the party oh, war fight. Yeah, right. you got to pull yourself together, lad. <laughs> See, because it's also you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Glorf, what did you get on your save? I'm sorry, I missed that. Uh, I got two successes. All right, you're good. Uh, what did the uh, what did big winner get? Two as well. All right, your party's fine. Um. The party does notice uh, there is now double fear grim, and one of them's like actually sort of like in motion to like kind of go strike him, uh, you know, with his hammer. So, go ahead. you guys are like fighting to control this endless spell, right? Mm -hmm. Is it made out of metal? There are like yeah, there's some metal components to it. It's not entirely metal though, because a lot of it, it's about fifty-fifty energy and and metal. And it's more that it pulls metal into the air as the as the endless spell forms. It actually pulls in like the metal magnetically to form these gears, and they're sort of roughshod together and and you know sort of technomancied into into place and stuff like that to make these like really cool environmental cog type effects. Okay. Uh, quick question for everyone around. Does Big Winter need us to go and wrangle the spell, or do we have to deal with Fulgrim's? No, we'll just let him be for now. He'll be fine. Aye. Good, good. I think it'll become really obvious if I suddenly need help. <laughs> like, I can't roll these fives forever, but... Um... All right. If no one does any sort of thing apart from just sort of deal with what's going on, we'll go into the next. Yeah, one. I mean, I my my action is to heal Feargrim again. Okay. Right. <laughs> I'm I'm not taking damage. Like my runes are negating all the damage, so that's not an that's issue. Fine. Um. So the question is: is the question is if you hit yourself, I... do you hurt, or are you just tanking this? Uh, I think that's. No, I like. I think I have to tank it. The question is: is uh, I'm going I'm trying to break the endless spell. You're gonna try right. to break it? We're trying to capture it. No, we're trying to we're trying to capture it and not break it. Otherwise I would go up and smash it. Yeah. I know. Yeah, we can't break it. Like, I, I, know, I know protection missions are the worst kind. You wanna just smash, I get it. Uh, Jeffrey wants to get in a nice nasty charge. Well, wants to I mean, I could, I could curse a rust. I could curse a rust and turn all the metal to to nothing, which might take out the spell, because the cogs wouldn't turn at least. It's probably better. It's probably going to hurt the, what we need here, because we need this thing alive. Mm -hmm. And another quick question, lads. Uh, what do we do about the other angry Dwarden coming from? Oh, he's fine. He's fine. Feargrim is big. He'll just take it. I love the absurdity of what's going on right um, now. He's so defensive, he can't even hurt himself. Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean that that is a that is a true statement. Like, like literally, if you look at his I mean, character but, sheet, I bet he couldn't damage himself if he really well, if he really uh, suited that's up. That's a true statement. 
Like I, I am not able to, I am not physically capable of hurting myself, but in the meantime, I'm going to fire off probably a spell. Okay. Um, just to make sure. All right. We'll do big winner real quick. Uh, Cause that's sort of like the top of the order, just as we're going through the cinema, right. uh, like in sort of cinematography. Uh, so big winner, you uh, once again, you got to do your soul thing. So you're, you get an extra fun. soul save each time through. Cause you're like latched onto it. So you got to do your soul, your five, two, and then you got to do your strength one. All right, here's my soul fortitude, and we're good. Okay. Exactly two. Yep. I really am pleased with that training I did in fortitude. And then athletics body, this is the easy one. Yep. Uh, yes. All right. Uh, so this is a classical Mephisto hand wrestling uh, hand wrestling rules. Uh, you've you've pulled it like you've you kind of locked it up first. You've got it about the halfway point. So you're like you're, okay. you're reeling it towards you, but all the gears are like spinning and like there's sparks flying off now as they like kind of clank into each other and they clamor. And you've you've got it about like halfway to you, um, as this this glass begins to like close down around it uh, more. Um, uh, then everyone, uh, so it's then, like it's forming like a shade glass prison around this thing. Is that what it's doing? Yeah, shade like yeah, exactly. It's like a shade glass hourglass style prison thing, and that. It's it's got the sort of two two orbs on the sides, more or, more pure spheres than like actual, you know, and then it's got the 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 sort of uh, the the half spheres of, of shade glass, and it's got this almost living looking metal, and you can see it sort of webbing around and kind of coming together as it as it pulls pulls down towards the middle. Cool. This trader just has more and more things I want to buy. I yeah, we should get one of these permanently. <laughs> Really, if he could actually be more of a conversationalist, it'd be better. But, you know, you'd make what you do. No, I mean we should get one of these spells permanently. And one of these guns. Do you think he sells these spells? Are there other ones we can keep around? Well, if we had to go get it, he probably doesn't have any. We could sell Maybe them. Maybe he just didn't have this one. That's we a good could point. be traitors. Wow. Now we who is the have... traitors, right? We turn it I... around on him. Have you dealt with that doppelganger yet? How's that going over there? This is when the ogre discovered capitalism. We could sell these to him. <laughs> Everyone in the party, make your soul your soul saves real quick. All right. Well. <laughs> Wait, you said uh, it's a what? Fortitude? Uh, this is a, a soul fortitude 5-2. Soul fortitude. Soul fortitude. What is a soul fortitude? You can, you can technically tie any skill to any stat they have a default stat but you can oh. technically reroute them to anything yeah and so like in my case i take my normal fortitude and i subtract one because my soul is lower than my body right it's just like in D D. you know normally acrobatics is dexterity but if it was like if you're trying to do that thing out of uh oceans 12 with the little guy dancing around you might make it like an intelligence acrobatics or something mm -hmm. you gotta but, know the pattern yeah gotcha. Yeah, in this case, it's the you're actually you're not you're not physically resisting the magical energies. You're you're magic resisting it, right? Like it's trying to do crazy stuff to your twist your soul in weird ways and mess with time. I got four successes. Two. The big uh, big soul energy here. What you failed again? I, okay. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm at I'm at needing three successes, right? Yeah, you are. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oh, four. Oh, I yeah, I would have failed every time if it was three as well. Okay, yep. Uh, All right. Throw my name in the pot, too. I failed completely. <laughs> I blame Jeffrey. <laughs> All right, 
So, like, at this point, like, the uh, another one of these bolts hits you for two, quote-unquote nothing. The uh, overlap uh, uh, energy, like, whips into this this sort of uh, temporal clone. And the temporal clone uh, begins to pull in magnetic and ferrous materials from the land around it. And it's, like, getting huger now than you. <laughs> it, um, when your clone is you taller see- and you can see these, like, little wisps of more energy of these, like, temporal clones beginning to, like, sprout off uh, and just, like, beginning to, like, try to take form, but then, like, winking out as if maybe taking another one of these is really bad news. Well, I can I, I cannot physically succeed again. So. I think maybe, uh, I think maybe you should get him out of here on the eel. I, that it doesn't seem like you guys are real good with this stuff. No. I, are you ready for a ride, Fulgrim? Did, did you did you fail, by the way? Um, I I failed horribly. Jeffrey was a bastard and didn't dodge. All right, you took two, and uh, and now you're starting to see the uh, this is the first one you take two, and then you see the shadow clone next. Aye. So, I. Um, so it blasts through you. Uh, you can see it start your your little like own temporal clone beginning to uh, beginning to form. Um, what do you do, uh, Skig, before I get to Feargrim? Because I feel like Feargrim's got a nice fat stack of actions he's, he's about to unload. I mean, I, I don't have anything I can do, so. I heal both of them and continue the bolster faith. Okay. Um, so, uh, Feargrim, you can move or attack. You can't do both. Neither, and you can't use metal. The same penalty. I will leave. All right, you move out the zone effectively. Um, your clone, your your temporal clone, is like locked on you and following you out out the area. Um, it's fine this way. <laughs> Good. That's the that's the best outcome. The worst outcome was all the clones dog found me. <laughs> uh, Glorfindius, uh, you also sort of leave the zone. You're sort of parallel to uh, parallel to uh, uh, you're without. To, uh, yeah, uh, to Feargrim, and uh, you're Fear classically Fear running in slow motion, as though you have half movement. <laughs> I, and the worst part is, it's Jeffrey running. I'm riding him. <laughs> He's just going up and down and up and down, but we're going nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The slow wave. Uh, so then the, we'll do the uh, we'll do the uh, your clone chases after you. Feargrim, it is going to take a swing at you. Um, cool. Grab my Lumineth dice here. Uh, what's your amazing defense at? Actually, what's your what's your offense and defense? <laughs> um, so my defense is uh, what's above good. Uh, I'm superb defense, and I am good melee. Okay, superb, good. So that should be at fives, right? It's dice pool is based on the magic, not on you. Um, no, superb. No, superb to good is sixes because it's two above. All right, sixes. Good, great, superb. Uh, it's actually four sixes. These Lumina dice, OP. Please nerf. Um, Are they the yellow dice or the? It doesn't have any bonus damage. It's just the sort of like unfettered magical energy. This clone like trying to hit you. It's 
currently pulling more objects and debris to it. You suspect it's going to get here. Cool. So he does five, which I then subtract by... I thought you said four. He, I said four. Three. Yeah, yeah, he's four sixes. There's no... Oh, he doesn't use my weapon? No, no. It's no, just the magic, magic stuff. Magic. So. It's just like a magic. Okay. It's hitting you with like what looks like your weapon, but it's just magic energy coursing over you, essentially. Cool. That's good. Take it. Take my one. Beergrim, kill yourself. <laughs> I... Stop it. <laughs> I tell myself to stop it. Yeah, stop that. Beergrim, do you want me to charge you? No. Stop it. The next round of this. Uh, uh, save from Big Winner. Uh, and uh, save from Big Winner, save from Skig. The other two are out of the area now. Um. All right. I succeeded on the Fortitude, and I'm doing the Athletics. Perfect. Yep. All right. Um, you've like you've got it basically right in front of the machine. You're kind of like wrangling it down, like that. You know, in Mephisto's arm wrestling and, rules, it's hovering. I have to like wait for this thing to work, so I can't like meddle and just capture it, right? I'll allow it. I'll allow it. I'll allow a metal here. Metal, like, uh, I know exactly how this. Metal, I'll use two metal to do it. Yeah, burn two metal. I'll allow it. Uh, roll the body check again. We're good. All right. Uh, you actually like get kind of impatient. Like you've got it like just of lunging distance outside of you, and that's precisely what you do. You lunge onto it I'm and like charge range. It's over. <laughs> yeah, and you just like <laughs> and you like grab onto the these the, the sphere and begin like forcing it close and like and you're just like wrestling around it like, like as it's like these cogs are rattling about uh, as you capture sort of the essence the the central. Uh, sort of animus of this, and 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 begin to slab it in the in into the uh, into the sphere, this sort of like time uh, this time glass. Um, like stand over it, raise both my arms. Who do you think you are? I am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Feargrim, as he does this, this sort of temporal clone of you gets pulled back as the energy, the sort of extra energy disperses into the atmosphere, but that initial wisp uh, kind of trails back inside. I want you to roll a mind fortitude. This this doesn't have a negative. This is for a narrative thing later on. Mind fortitude. And it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be fours. Tell me how many you get. Two, I think you said. Okay. Two. All right. So yeah, uh, as you. Like as you're the 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 you gets you're just like stop it like it's basically and then it's just like ah, and it gets pulled back inside. Uh, it doesn't really scream, doesn't make any noise. It's just the electrical crackle and energy as it gets pulled inside the sphere and then boom. Um, yeah, uh, oh, I listen to myself. Awesome. <laughs> you listen to yourself. Um, yeah, uh, so uh, you can see the other cogs beginning to like take notice that you've attacked the alpha cog. <laughs> like they're like rallying and stuff and they spin on their weird paths and they start coming over to this area. Can you capture more? Do I have any more bolts for this thing? Roll a luck check, 2d6. We'll see if he gave you like an, a spare. Uh, seven. 
I would say there's like one spare, like one extra orb, like in the butt of it, because it's kind of like a big weird crossbow thing, like a ballista. You know, it's ogre size, so it's huge. There's like one spare orb like this in in the butt of the or in the stock of it that you can like reload on the like weird like harpoon uh, front front. Put the second bolt in, crank it up. <laughs> Let's dance. Yeah, if we get another one, we can sell it. Yeah. That could lower this the other price. one's probably not the biggest one, so it might be easier. All right. Indeed. Um, this is going to require a roll for initiative as we move into like heist mode, like you know, getaway sure. chase. Like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, so, quick question: uh, How are you guys doing initiative? Again? We do a d6 plus your initiative score for some variants. Oh, sweet Jesus! Okay. Okay. Yep. yep. You, if you remember what my initiative is. No, I don't. I've got your character sheet somewhere. But... I'm at Deepkin. I bet it's double digits, baby. Damn right. Damn right. You mean it might be approaching like skig levels? <laughs> I'm not that fast. I'm fast, but I'm not that fast. Oh, right. Um, uh, Myriad's going to be a 10. Uh, the herd, the the chronomatic cog, uh, uh, herd is going to be a 8. They're actually quick. Okay. I just rolled terrible. Well. Well. All right. So, big winner, what are you on? Ten. And we'll say All that right. there's about five of them a zone away. Uh, no, we'll go with three of them a zone away. Beer group? Be a, Six. Think. Okay. Okay. So, you're saying it's my initiative plus what I rolled. I want to make sure because this is a big number. It's a D6 plus whatever your initiative number is. Yes, correct. Yes. So that is a 17. Sounds good. Short version of your name again? Oh, I'm sorry. Glorf. Glorf. Okay. 17. Yeah, that's fast. Yep, that uh, you said the cogs were on an 8, right? Yep. And then what was on a 10? Myriad. Myriad's on the 10. Oh, Myriad, of course. Yeah, do. Of course. How could we forget old Myriad? All right. Well, Glorf, uh, guess what? You're first, buddy. The that's effects, a, a bonus the, right there. The debuff of the uh, the debuff has worn off from that cog. All of its magic's contained into that into that bobble right now. So you're you're not neither of you are debuffed currently. Right. Um, that could change very rapidly. Aye. Right, so do you want me to be bait? <laughs> really, well, all I'm doing is running around. I think you should take the dwarf and get out of here. All right, fear grim upon the saddle. We'll handle the cogs. We're going to capture one more, and then we'll meet back up with you. Okay. Don't worry. A little bit disoriented. So, I mean, it's going to take me a while to, to, to do that I'm at the end. <laughs> All right, Jeffrey, put them up yourself. Let's go, lad. <laughs> if this was an anime, he'd just be hanging onto like, the tail and, like, flapping behind. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um. <laughs> So yeah, um, Myriad's got a good soul score. He and undead qualities. Uh, he he hangs out um, with the party. Lots He's he stays a zone that. back though, just sort of like as a buffer. Sure. Just Myriad's gonna stay behind us. In fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna have him hold the the giant encased uh, thing. Oh, he gives to Myriad. He puts it like. Looks at like he's got his like sort of general shawl, right? And then he's got like the cape you gave him that he's tied on on top of his shawl, and he like uses the shawl and like ties it up, and so it's like a little little satchel on the side, and he's got it in there. 
and he just gives you a thumb up, a thumbs up. Nice. Like five thumbs up, however many arms he's got. <laughs> the two, just the two. Don't uh, open that one and sniff it or whatever. We do not have a sense of smell. Whatever you do with your normal oh, bottles. Humor, I guess. But boom, boom. No. Uh, the, right. the faintest hint of a grin cracks on, mm-hmm. on Myriad's face. Mm-hmm. Um, so they peace out. Um, then next up is who, who goes next? Me. All right. So they're coming to us, right? Yep. To three, and I. three of them, and then more of the herd will co- will be getting toward range in a couple rounds. So okay. So uh, do we want to start? What what are we doing here, Big? I'll jump on your back. Uh, are we just like gonna move lead, catch one? We're gonna try to scare the rest away. What's the plan? Yeah, this is this is a a quick in and out. Um, shoot one. Uh, absolute maximum reeling mm-hmm. and book it. Okay. If I miss, we're just, hey, that's life. We're out. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, in which case, I will, I'll just keep the bolster faith going. It makes it hard for other things to enter the zone, so it'll break them up. Um, like, chances are, if you had multiple things, try to rush the zone. Like, uh, mm-hmm. they couldn't all get in. So that's up. When one of them tries to enter our zone map, I'll tell you what the effect is. Okay. Sounds great. Um, so to be fair, you kind of go into the zone with that like initial three, though, to be able to fire. Yeah. And there wouldn't be any problem with those initial three because you're bolster faith. Yeah, that's fine. All right. All right. Um, so yeah, you're in the zone with three of them. You pick out the one, um, you got, keep your bolster faith up and master blaster style hop on big winders, uh, back. Mm -hmm. Uh, then I think myriad would go. Yeah. I missed the, uh, yep. Myriad is next. Uh, Myriad just like. You know, maintains like a, a in case he needs to jump in there and help fight some stuff off. He's just ready to like be in there uh, quickly. Um, and then they go, or is it Big Winter next? It's I'm, big, Big Winter. Nice. All right, go, go ahead. Uh, All right, so, so then I started blasting. Uh, my ballistic is average. Uh, there, uh, it's good because you're making the called the called. Um, okay, it would be. So average. I need fives. Yeah. Uh, ooh, holy! All right, four. Huge. Got them. Nailed it. You love to see right. it. And uh, like metal, metal. Yep, you got your two. Healing. Oh, you're going to double metal. Okay, so. Um, Reeling first, intensifies. First things first, uh, you got to make the soul save for ha- for hitting it yeah. and like the sort of like aftershock of latching on. The sort of conductive. Right, got two. Well, three actually this time. Okay, cool. Um, So you're going to metal. Uh, metal, I'll let you pull one extra time. Like, okay. so you, you pull the initial time for the shot, and then you're going to pull uh, again. So, provided you get the body checks. And uh, we're doing the Mephisto patented arm wrestling rule. I lost one dice here. Oh, nice. All right. Yeah, success. Uh, I got two. All right, so two, and then metal. So, roll again. Oh, the soul thing? Uh, body again. You said you are going to metal twice to pull it. Faster. Oh, I thought we were spending two to do it once. I'm spending two to do it twice. Uh, the remember when you shot it initially, you didn't pull it at first. You just shot it. You pulled it once, and then you're pulling it again. So okay, all right. Uh, two successes that time. That does it. I mean, that's how many you need. So, uh, it's it's dwindling. It's just out of reach. 
Um, top of the line. We won't refresh initiative. We'll maintain the initiative order. Uh, the well, they're still. Hold on, it's their turn. It's oh, the cogs yeah, turn. you're the right. Uh, all right. Uh, make three of these soul saves. <laughs> all right. What's the DC on this? Because the smaller cogs. You're right. And just him or both of us. You're right. They are the smaller cogs. Um. I'm gonna do it's 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 one five two and one four two. Okay. And that's both of us, right? Yep. Okay. Because like two of them are like so on the we're making we're making three saves. Just at... the two right now. The, oh, okay. A five so two, one, five, a five two, one, and a four two. Just because their their okay. energy is more like compounding rather than. Yep. Okay. Uh. So then, and I just assumed. Skink's fine. All right. Uh, next next turn. Um, why don't you go ahead and lead with your 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 uh, your well, soul save? And hold on. Beergrim is on the eel. I didn't know if there's anything you wanted to do while he was. Oh yeah. Beer Grimm. You guys have a turn here. Okay. I I flee on the eel. <laughs> I have a question for Beergrim. Beergrim, <laughs> if you can hear me over the wind, what happened to the elf that was with you, party? I look at the daughter. elf. Uh, the daughter of Cain. Oh. Uh, she left. Oh. Okay. Uh, so that would have been Fjordgrim's action, top of the line. They have a little mini conversation sidebar. Um, uh, Skig, do anything different? Nope. I maintain the thing. Keep the other clogs out. And I move, uh... I move wherever, uh, wherever Big Winner moves. Like I'm just riding around on on uh, yeah, the, on my bone breaker here. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, I think Myriad sees that the that this is in hand, and Myriad's gonna like kind of take off towards the ship as they like they start to converge yeah, sure. from the flank too. You know, like as the rest of the herd mm -hmm. is just kind of getting aware. Um, so then that leaves Big Winter. Um. All right, uh, soul five two. Mm -hmm. We're good. And athletics two. All right, um, you can meddle and grab it. Uh, just one. This isn't the big alpha one before. This one doesn't, you know, struggle. All right, got him. Okay, um, you meddle and just same thing before. Kind of pounce forward, clasp it down, wrestle a little bit. You've got it. Um. If this was 5-3, I would have failed 11 rolls in a row. <laughs> oh, I don't I don't blame Veergrim at all. Um okay, uh they go, so it's going to be uh just two four twos now because you've kind of okay. you you you've blocked one off. Yep. Uh, Skig's not even rolling. He's like, I can't fail these. No, I, I rolled. <laughs> I, just, I don't have my dice in front of me, so I'm just using a little the, a little dice roller on the computer. That's fair. And yes, it, like smoked it easy. All right. Um. So then it goes sort of. Uh, uh, Feargrim. Any conversation or uh, throwing throwing axe or hammer? No, nah, just piecing out. Um, no. Oh, right. Piecing out. All right. Um. Continue to piece out with Glorf. Uh, Gorf I... maintains the speed. Uh, oh, Jeffrey, go! They go, those two, so you got, you're going to have your... Oh, no, we already had you do that. 
Uh, and then big winner, uh, you go before them, so you can manage to get out of the just you're getting ahead of the zone. You're you're kind of double timing it. Um, yeah, we're booking it. Yeah, you double time it. You're you're booking out of the area. Like movement, metal movement, you know that kind of thing. Yeah, and we get like a like a chase scene as like the gears they make this grinding, almost roaring noise as they like, and they kind of all like bank and they're coming down the dunes and we just get this the wide shot of like first the eel like ramps up and like like does a wicked crescent shape like it's a skateboarder or something uh in front of the sun and then like <laughs> like peels out and then like shortly after we see just this like this darting almost ninja like running figure of uh you know the weird robot and then like hoofing it just big winter and then just this huge like herd of co- a chronomatic cogs like in tow <laughs> like the whole thing I am, comes out I am laughing the whole way too <laughs> uh, like there's an anchor down from the cog fort because it's just funny and like you guys all like latch onto the anchor as it's like going up and then like the little chronomatic cogs are like smashing into the legs and grinding and stuff like that as you get lifted up into the into the cog fort I imagine so they have no arms they are just gears but in my head they're still shaking their fists at us <laughs> <laughs> little like energy tethers like lash up you know in like little curls <laughs> stale fish grab yeah <laughs> no that was easy no you have to say it was really hard so it costs more oh okay aye, aye, aye. um the uh 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 gellen comes over and just like oh wow that was that had to be that had to be uh, taxing. Did you did you get it? Well, it was very difficult, but we managed to do it. The cogport lurches back into motion. Oh yes, yes. Like like we agreed, I'll take half the, half off the price. Half off the price, indeed. Sure thing. And I and I hand him the the huge one. This That's one a big specimen. We we took the biggest one. He's wow. just his face is just enamored right like he's my an alpha he says he's like it'll take me an alpha <laughs> i told you these were a good soul binding there lad it'll take me three days but i will have the contraption you desire uh, as long as you have the drops of course of course use up everything hey is this the kind of thing you would be interested in studying or using or tempted to only use some of for this project and then keep the second half for yourself or something like that? I'm not sure I quite follow. Because as it happens, and I pull out the second one, you could have one for my job and one for yourself. We'll call it even, he says, and he like holds out his hand to the, to the second orb. So... Half off for the first and all off for the second. He nods. Bing. Hi. Capitalism. He like you hear him like kind of cackle a little bit as he turns away from you. <laughs> I'll get right on it. He shouts and he like rolls up the little like carpet that all of his wares are in and like slings that up over the the pack on his back that's you know taller than him. And uh, he he heads off somewhere into like you know there's like a little foundry armory. Oh okay, yeah. Um, I, I stick to him like glue to make sure he uses the big one on my project. 
Uh, I'm gonna like I'm gonna take a, we'll take a quick uh, our first intermission of the evening. Uh, this is where professional streamers actually have an intermission screen that says they'll be back in like three minutes or something like that. But uh, I'm just gonna walk away. I'll be right back, everybody. Thank you so much for uh, hanging out with us, chat gang. I hope you're enjoying this. Chat gang ain't nothing to fuck with. I got bits for that too, or points or whatever. Hold on. That was the first time we've ever interacted with an endless spell. That's like one of those things in this world that's like a, it's so underdeveloped. Yeah, uh, it, in in the first lore for endless spells, it it talked. There was a little side paragraph. Yeah, talking about, about like the mages that go bounty yeah, hunting and the, the spells the and the stuff. Spell hunters, yeah. But I'm like, yes, this is awesome lore. I just, I would like it to to exist somewhere else too. Yeah. Imagine how badass it's like Van Helsing, except he hunts purple suns and stuff. What a badass! Exactly. Sounds amazing. Like that's part of the what, so. Was right? what? That's part what? of the part. Uh, lore, where they go out spell hunting in cities of Sigmar. Oh, part of the Halvart so. lore. Yeah, yeah, it might be. I think it was. Honestly, I believe it was in the first Maw Importance when they introduced endless spells. I believe there was a section in that book about it. Yeah, they did. They talked about it there, but it was also like, um, uh, if you there's a really cool scenario in that book. Where you like fight a, a a living endless spell, you try to you like try to take control of him. His name's like Mordrox, uh, the and he's a um, yeah. he's a purple sun, like a named uh, endless living purple sun, which is you know super cool. I think it's a really hard scenario to actually. Point. Yeah, exactly. Like he's a known named purple sun, which is cool. He's it's a very hard scenario to actually like take control of him. Uh, I've played it a couple of times actually because I really like it. I think it's actually a really solid scenario. Um, the trick with it is he's like he sits in the center of the board. So like imagine this is the playboard, right? My yeah. square. Okay, he's dead in the middle, and then there's two objectives like this, and it's a standard deployment zone, right? Like you're here and your enemy's here, right? With a like standard twelve inches, twenty four in between. The objectives are six inch out, and more drops is on the middle line. And so, like, it's actually, you have to take control of three of the objectives to take control of Mordrox or whatever. Oh. And so it's just actually really hard to to get three out of the four when you're so evenly spaced to position on them. You know, you know like, you try to rotate, your opponent rotates on you and stuff like that, so. Yeah. I want to play that again with, uh, I want to play that again with uh, my Giants, because I think it'd be really easy to take the objectives, just run out. <laughs> Stomp on him with like a hundred, a hundred body, you know, like a hundred bodies just spreads out and takes everything. Be like, yep, he's just mine now. Go. Yeah, yeah. Kicker saying the puzzle part is super fun for us trying to figure out how to take down um, endless spells. Yeah, I mean this this could be a, a campaign, right? Oh sure. Yeah. Where you're all like based fucking spell hunters and yep, monster of the week except with spells. This one's. This one's got awareness. This one doesn't. Uh, they affect the area of a town or whatever. This one is a purple sun, but he's friendly and he's sad about him sucking the life force out of everything. Like he just wants to be friends with people, but every time he gets yeah, near yeah. him, they just. <laughs> yeah. 
you you like track him down from the wailing. He's actually crying. You know, there's there's infinite possibilities. There's a cult worshiping them, like a cult worshiping a particularly sentient, powerful, endless spell as a god. They're worshiping a nice one, and he's just sad. He wants friends, and so he lets them worship him. But they think he's like a destructive force of evil. Yeah, yeah. There's a uh oh. Uh oh. Nope, I'm back. Okay. Yeah, there's a there's a whole ca- I could run it like in alternate reality. We happen on this every now and then in, in some of my games, like um I could run a whole campaign of just this. Like every every endless spell has like more than just like a combat, there's like a puzzle to figuring it out. Like, you know sure. you have to like find something like rewind something backwards to get the chronometric cogs and you know, just a whole I could see a whole thing. You know, oh man, rival spell hunters and like a little bit of like pseudo politics in a marketplace if you're selling them. Oh, sure. You know, and so like, oh man, it'd be so much fun. Have like guild politics because it's like all the various spell hunter guilds. Oh man. I dig it. I dig it. <laughs> um, oh man, I mean, that's even like a great character concept. Like just that. Like, yeah, you, you don't like, need to have it as a whole campaign. You could just be an endless spell hunter, yes. Yeah, that's your that's your character concept, and with the way that Soulbound has a pretty open ended, you don't have to play an archetype. You can really design your own from the ground up. You can. I don't understand anybody who picks archetypes. They published that whole new book, The Champions of Light, and I don't get it at all, or whatever. I'm like, I don't understand. We just could have made all this. Hey, man, uh, Elaine Lithgow uh, got to write about Nagash, and uh, we considered a win. Uh, so she's out there. Writing. Hey, look, I'm not. I, that's not me banging on that. That. Their content, make books, sell books. This is a fantastic game, and I wish them all the success in the world. Mm-hmm. It's just funny because it's one of those things where like people need the archetypes and stuff like that. I'm like, I don't understand. I wouldn't like the archetypes hold less than any interest to me. I I would make my own character every time. It's just so much more interesting. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. You I mean, got you got content for people who actually roll for their artifacts, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> I, can't, sure. I can't fathom the type of personality that would that would do such a thing. But I mean, they put it in there. Yeah. They must exist. Yeah. No, I, 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 I like that they give you both. Both. You know? I really yeah, sure. Do. No, the archetypes are great. They actually make it really nice for new players who don't want to... So they don't have to go through a character. Mm-hmm. Or how fast right? you can just be into a new game, right? You just yeah, go, yeah. Go. Pick three things. Yeah. Ready to go. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, <laughs> the uh, uh, Gellin toils into the night. Uh, big winter looming ever-present. <laughs> just like sweating over him as uh, he goes into this foundry and he does equal equal parts uh, uh, like metallurgy and uh, smithing as well as like weaving spells and like chanting over like he gets like the metal and he like pounds it out and he rolls out this like great little filigree you even see him do some like glass blowing where he like from one of his his pack he actually takes it down off for the first time you've seen him because he's he's kept this huge pack on his back like the the little like trash lady in the labyrinth he just had this like huge pack on his back. He finally takes it down. He actually pulls out these these rods and like blowing some glass and like getting it, tempering it and getting it, it, it you know, getting it to like sheen nicely. Um, he does, uh, you know, he'll get some like metal filigree spun uh, out of Urgold essentially. Uh, and then he actually like once he gets it spun and stuff, uh, not so much into runes if Fiergrim is watching, by the way. It's it's much different type of magics from... Uh, from from 
from uh, Feargrim's like sort of runesmithing. Um, he gets it spun out these these long coils, and while it's still hot, uh, he like clasps his hands and uh, does some like you know classical like sort of somatic hand gestures as he chants over it. Um, and then you see it like weave together in these uh, like these intricate patterns as he takes the uh, the orb. And he never opens the orb itself uh, that you give him. The biggest, the alpha, uh, he's sure to, and he's just mostly ensorceling it and wrapping it in what ends up being a gauntlet with this sort of bobble on it. All right, he's making the infinity making, gauntlet. Yeah, the infinity gauntlet. Yeah, yeah, with a t with the time stone, basically. Um, he's he. Uh, it takes him three nights to do this. I assume you're over him the whole time. Yeah. Uh, what does the party do for these three nights? I'm Samuel Hayden, Wolf. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what Chill out. Eat eat big winners' food. All right. Uh. Big winner, do you take breaks to teach chefineering, or for these three nights, it's just this? Uh, this is like when a new MMO comes out, I sleep when the server sleeps. So, <laughs> Like when he sleeps, you go to sleep? Uh, he he when, does indeed. When he takes a break, I can take a break. Yeah. Yeah. He does indeed. Uh, he does indeed. Like he sleeps. Uh, he burns the candle at both ends for this project because it's. You can tell he's a craftsman who enjoys what he's doing. You know, this mm. it's it, like it's not just I mean he's he's Dr. House MD creating something like he even like unfurls blueprints and schematics for at some point you even quip have you ever done this before and he's just like once I mean not really. <laughs> like you just like it's like he's had this like theoretical understanding and he's he's finally getting to execute it so he's like he's possessed by trying this even to begin with um and then you kind of get to like the final night uh when he actually begins to deal with the shade glass and much like um like with like traditional glass blowing because he has used like regular glass in, in in the in the in the thing uh with some gems and stuff like that powdered in uh he actually like the shade glass. He t pulls out like the cl the classic like martyr and pistol and like grinds it down into sand, and like th and like dumps it through the top of the furnace so that it goes in and then like he it forms this like liquid inside of it and he like plunges a, a punji into it and he gets it spinning and like he begins spinning it and whirling it above his head so that it like flattens out almost like a pizza blowing into it to, to blow it up and just begins like. Uh, chanting at it and like having it pull in different directions and odd directions, and then that gets laid on top of the whole gauntlet fixture, uh, in like almost like a like a nerve network. He's like, this part's going to hurt. Art. I'm ready. Like he puts your arm into it, and whilst like sort of chanting the whole, just like chanting like these these magical stuff, and he's got a circle drawn beneath you both, and the uh, shade glass actually plunges its way into your veins as you can feel like the uh, the magic like take hold and, and envelop. Uh, it's connected to you now. I suppose. Are we doing like fortitude, or is this just it hurts? I mean, it, it hurts, and you. I mean, you're not gonna like. It's no possession's going to happen. Um, okay. He has succeeded at his crafting, so there's no risk of 
I mean, it hurts like hell. I mean, you take some damage, but this cake's just going to heal you. You're going to have a warm meal. You'll be fine. Um, you should know that once you use this, it's empty. But you will be left with that. And he's just like looking at the... Uh, the contra the gauntlet on your arm, but you will be left with that. I probably Good. should have mentioned that first. Sure. All right then. Unless, of course, you want to buy a recharge, and he like rolls the like contact, like juggles the other orb in his hand. Hey. If I want to recharge, I'll go get me another one. Fair enough. Um, this is, of course, uh, what is inside there has been altered. Uh, and, like, he kind of gestures at the ruins on the glass. Um, uh, he tells you the, the word. He's like, simply point your gauntlets. Uh, just think forward or back. And, and that's it. He, you know, Shirak is the magic word because it always is in my games. Mm -hmm. Shout outs to Race to Sounds good. Sounds good. Please enjoy the other one. Oh, I will. I will. And then I use the gauntlet on him. Ha, gotcha. <laughs> it really is the Zinch guy. Rip out his heart. Okay. <laughs> All oh, right. Great. So. Um, let's go to the, um, whatever containment pen there is, uh, for... Yeah, they've got a, they've got a, a stables, pretty classically. It's, it's a, it's a fort. It's got all the work. It's like an RTS built on top of a mobile platform. It's got, like, your barracks, your foundry. It's got all the parts. Sweet. All right. I'm going to go up to, oh, did I name it? Hold on. And I know uh, it's not, well, you looked that up. I know it's not Rantcast, but I did put out a, a drawing contest for drawing what a Volcana Tusk, which is a Thunder Tusk, except a lava version of it, what it looks like. So if you want to send those to me uh, on Twitter or, or my email address, which is just MagicalMrMephisto at gmail.com, go ahead. You have through February. I think I, I said a Steam gift card or, or uh, something along those lines. Ten bucks. Not much, but hey, you could win it. Did you look it up, the name? Uh I'm sure I named it something, but it was on the it was on my note sheet that was lost in the great computer fire uh last year. So the one I recreated doesn't have it. I'll come up with a name. Okay. I feel like uh it deserves one after this. Alright. I'm gonna give it more thought than just like five seconds though. No, no, that's fine. Um, so for you, this is what your character literally does for three for three days. This is what Big Winter does for three days. It, this this whole thing. Uh, the rest of the party, uh, there is some sort of ambient conversation and stuff that goes on while you're on this cog fort. Uh, some of the ghosts, the more they're around the party, uh, oddly enough, the more the less robotic they become for a while. Yeah, to get that stimuli. Yeah, yeah they they're, they don't have to keep, like, their brains don't check out and they go back into their sort of, like, routine at nearly as much. And with, uh, Glorf isn't actually the most social of, of uh, characters, despite the fabulous accent. Um, All right. 
I've just uh, been cooped up for three freaking months. Um, you uh, yeah. So, uh, you 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 speak with them a little bit. You gain a sort of general understanding about the sort of the war that they were in. Uh, basically, smack between that like uh, that age of myth and and chaos, and they really can't remember a ton because they're so locked in their memory and their time period. But they can they have story upon story of the war. A uh, ton of fighting corn, by the way, in this area. Um, tons of corn uh, uh, is is a big thing that you you get. Like there's even a greater demon of corn involved. Like so, you, you get a sort of a functional history of the Flamescar Plateau and the Reaver Waste from just conversing with the ghosts to where you all now have, if you didn't have a lore dot before, you now have a lore dot. Um, cool. If you have lore, you now have advantage on checks for this region. Cool. From just, right. from just like humoring the ghosts and... I mean, this is the part where I, like, trick you as a GM. I'm like, do you talk to the ghosts? You guys know. And then you're like, no, nah, I don't. My character wouldn't talk to ghosts. I would have tricked you and you would have lost out on an advantage. But I just assume everyone here does. Um, so, you, well, you, you uh, from doing lore. that, you all gain that. Um, so, you gain a lore dot, if not, uh, or a rank in lore. Uh, otherwise, you have advantage on regional stuff. Um, so, uh, that will also apply to lore from uh, the Age of Chaos. That, that advantage should... Uh, should it come up so you'll want to note that in your character notes that you have advantage on being able to like rem figure out some stuff from them all right Ooh. so you talk to them uh ambiently uh glorf and uh, i'd imagine glorf mentions uh, uh Traxa more than a few times uh just to really ingrain right. that this is this is the bad sorcerer of zinch uh person as Traxa. Um, the emphasis. And at one on the third night, you actually catch the captain or the commander, uh, Grundlewick Brimfort, uh, in the mess hall with you as like uh, Big Winter is like kind of come in with this like newfangled gauntlet, left or right arm, your choice. Um, you can see the uh, insane detail work, like the 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 sort of like uh, the wo the woven urgold through it, which immediately you recognize and sense. Uh, Feargrim, but also this sort of like sh sh shade glass, like almost, uh, uh, like I said, nerve work that laid over it like a filigree that actually like goes back and uh, into the arm. So really, you've never quite seen something like this. Uh, you were raised around, um, you know, some of the most technologically advanced in the world. Um, this is this is next tier. This is pretty insane. You've heard of people working Urgold. This isn't the same technique, um, and you—you've never quite heard of someone working shade glass this way. Me to pay attention intently. Um, Gellan takes his meal with you on this on this third night. Like the brow, like his 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 skin still caked with with the sort of forged dust. You know, his brow still slick with sweat. And uh, he hungrily eats uh, the slop, the usual like the this weird soup and the and the and the strange salad or slaw. Um, and this is great food. You really got to admire the ghosts here. 
Why they try their little weave dead hearts out? So after the shift inspire, what's next? What do you mean? Asks uh, the commander. Oh, where to next? He says. I'd imagine uh, you don't want to linger about in the Reaverway, Saul. Well, we're trying to get to Adasa. I know of it. Uh, we can't take the fort that far. But yeah, that's fine. We can get you as close as possible. I mean, if we kill the big shifting castle, don't you, like, die or go away? Not rightly sure, he says. We suspect mm. we move on and get to at last rest. But Well, that'll be nice for you. Whatever great, whatever great war lies beyond, he smiles. May Grungni welcome us with open arms and a fired hearth. Well, I got some bad news about that. Oh, he doesn't know. <laughs> um, oh. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not going to ruin his day. Uh, he's a good sort. Uh, Feargrim, you have heard of the Shifting Spire before. Uh, it's been a like probably a couple months since that adventure. Uh, but you remembered a, a, some sort of chaos sorcerer lord on disc and the shifting spire, something about a missing prince. Um, but that's where your memory gets wonky and weird. And, uh, you recently had that, uh, the more recent dream, uh, from tonight. I sh I share that information with the party. I don't know what to make of it. Uh, upon mentioning the snout and Sigmar, uh, Skig immediately sort of like has a memory come back to him of finding a sort of broken Feargrim in in the jungles some unknown amount of time ago. Just this memory sort of existing out of place. Skig mm. has that and healing you. Oh, so that's when I found you? Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. That's when I found you. Skig doesn't question that his memory's broken as well? Nope. Weird. If it was Sigmar's will, he would have known it before now. Fair enough. And really, am I one to speak with all the, the weird voices and garbling going on from all the Zinch stuff, eh? Yeah, sometimes it's just better not to ask. Asking yeah, questions is, is how asking questions and doing stuff like that, that's how Zinch tricks you. Mm. You just gotta you just gotta stay strong in your faith. Well That's a bit of a tricky subject for me, lad. Like what do you what do you what do your people worship? Well, we feel... Like a giant whale or something? No, no, Mathlin. Uh, the dead elven god of the sea. We uh, we feel you better. You worship, worship a god a... you know is dead. I better to worship a dead god than a false god. Who would be the real god? Bathlin. No, I'm saying like there there are better real gods to to pick. Well, we'll ask our Durden friend there. 
Is anyone really high on Teclas? Who? Teclas. <laughs> the Asian guy. Big Never. cat. Never heard of him. Likes the moon. Really weird. His brother, Tyrion's a good sort, but... Eh, you know... We have... Are these like elves or something? Is he like a big elf? I one could Honestly, say that. He could be bigger. Uh... Oh, big winter! I think oh, wait, I'm not there. bigger. I'm not there. I'm, sure. I forgot. I'm I'm in the other room for the next three days. No, 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 no. This is the end. No, this is that. This is the end of that. Yeah. Yeah. This All is right. the end of that. Oh, okay, okay. It was more. Uh, it was more a sculpt complaint, if anything. <laughs> No, no, look, I'm not asking you to worship whoever that elven god is. Whatever. I... I'm saying, you know, Sigmar is always around and ready. Just because you're just because you're a weird fish elf doesn't mean you can't worship the you know the good god. I don't I don't blame you. I definitely look at the warrior god when I go and charge into battle. Yeah, you seem like the type. I think you and he would get on well. Like that you're what a boss underhanded compliment that is. <laughs> Um, well, I'll take the compliment then, Master Skig. I'm just saying, if you're looking for uh, a not-dead deity, you know, if you want to get into the worshipping an alive god who's actually powerful, then uh, maybe look into Sigmar. Just saying. Right. It's just I don't want to be disappointed again. Well, Sigmar never disappoints. Oh. <laughs> We've no choice in worshipping our god. Like, Myriad says, like, just kind of, like, head bobbing a little bit, like, kind of a blank look on their face. Huh? Is that just, like, built into you? We suspect. Hmm. Well, nice. you know, when you're rolling with us, you can worship whoever you want. But, Myriad, I'm not going to question it. Whatever you're doing, it seems to be working. You got your own thing going on, and I respect that. Thing? Quick question. Myriad? Sorry for cutting all of you off. How many souls are in ye, lad? In last season. Other creatures. We, just curious. We are many. And he just begins Why? to count on his fingers. 386. We're an early model. Damn, who had that? Um, I had eight in the pool. Mm, yeah, he blew my number away. Yeah. I think I had ten. We're Is this price by rules? I guess 10 wins it. <laughs> We're an early model. Lower quality of souls need more to get the same result. I don't yeah. think you're lower quality at all, Myriad. Anybody who tells you that, well, you don't believe them. You're high quality in my book, Myriad. We appreciate it. I know it. I'd be honored to Friend. take you back to me on Cliff. Yeah, this Ideneth, 300 souls, he starts drooling. <laughs> I can get the freaking Levine out for this one. Yeah, like you're just trading in soul currency. Like, we'll trade you yeah. one, like, one myriad OBR model, uh, like, 86 for, uh, I... for like, a sweet new, like... Slap. I'll get shielded right enclave and just slaps the top myriad. I can fit so many souls in this baby. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We bust you out later, lads and lassies. On the turtle? <laughs> we are not certain where we go 
beyond friendship. You mean like what your place in the world is? Uh, like shrugs and nods. Oh, look, your place in the world is with us, Myriad. That's that's the answer. I mean, you were down wherever you were for like a long time when we found you. So my guess is whoever was around that was really interested is probably, you know, not around anymore. So I say you're on your own. Master your own destiny now. Make the most of it. It's really freeing, lad, to be able to go Myriad's head just, like, kind of cranes up, like, as they look up into the rafters, just pondering your words. Did we break it? Them? Oh, that's how he thinks. Oh. Real inquisitive sort. Maybe this is the yeah, first well, time gotta think a lot. Glorf catches the, like, I mean so many voices in that head. This is the first time maybe you catch the soul gem at the center of uh, Myriad's actually cracked a little bit. Glorf. Like, imagine if you had to confer with 380 people every time you had to you learn something or need to make a decision. I, I thought the five Jeffries was bad. Five fought. Yeah, no, it adds up after a while. Jeffries, uh, like, dog collar around its neck now has, a, like, a V on it instead of the VI, you know, for four. You don't remember when it switched. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, where we're going after this is Adasa. If you want to hop along there, uh, Large. you're more than welcome to. Oh, both of you. Hey, ooh, even the even Jeffrey the fifth. Oh, we'd be honored. Honored. Seamless. Love it. <laughs> Bonus XP for the evening. Um. Yeah, okay. Um, you guys, uh, sort of, uh, conversation. Uh, another... The end is sort of, the, the evening sort of winds down. Um, the next day, uh, Gellin comes with news sort of early in the morning. Okay. Uh, Sorry to disturb you uh, all, and uh, how's how's it fit? As it working for you? He says to Big Winter. The Great, excellent, excellent. Um, I've news of Anvil Guard. You hailed from there, yes? Yeah. How'd you get news? I've uh, you see, like spy, like a clockwork owl, like on a perch behind him. I've uh, a little shellfish. communication methods for others of my guild, my merchant's guild, as it were. Uh, Wait, so the clockwork owl can get out of here? It's not cursed? I, I don't understand oh. it either. We should have sent a message out or something. I mean, if you'd like to, you're more than welcome to use it. Hey, continue. What's the news? Anvil Guard has fallen. What? We were just there and saved the place. How did it fall? You mean it's fallen? I mean it's no longer called Anvil Guard, and new oh. leadership has moved in. We leave for one week. Yeah, exactly. It, this is why we shouldn't have left the city. I'll just point that out. It, real quick. It, like, uh, uh, I have to agree now. Yeah, I, I just didn't think the place would. 
fall without us. Gullen opens. Well, even I didn't think it'd get destroyed that quickly. So what is it, more Skaven? No. Uh, the daughter. Well, that's good at least. The daughters Fitch. of Marathi came. Which elf ladies? Wait a minute. You mean like what Lenissa is? The murder god? God. Where is Lenissa? You know, if there's no way, you'd think if there's somebody you can trust. <laughs> I mean, you just can't trust I... anyone these days. You can't even trust the murder god cult in your good person city. I'm from Ulgu. I could have told you that. I think he was being sarcastic. They were always shady. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, sarcasm. It might not translate. Oh, I'm afraid it's actually been closer to two weeks. He says, like looking inside his lapel. Two weeks. Oh, the timey wimey. Yeah. Oh, great. So what is like Marathi there or something? That's who's in charge of them, right? The word is she made a. Well, they made a personal appearance. I mean, they. I mean that she is they now. Uh, I I don't quite make sense of the message either. Well, good for them. It sounds like Marathi is two people. Or, two. Well, two gods? And I fear that your friend Lenissa may have had a hand in it. Oh, I'm sure she wasn't responsible for the city falling. She just helped us save it. I doubt that. I'm sure we're, well, I mean, we're going to have to have some words with her about her sisters or whatever and her leaving this order and coming over to the cause of Sigmar, but I'm sure we could use her. It doesn't escape Feargrim that the soul bond, who the twice bound is maybe even more particularly attuned. Uh, it doesn't escape Feargrim that the bond mm. feels super weak right now between you and Lenissa. Game terms again. You can't use soul fire right now. Um, sure. Uh, I point this out. I'm sure it's just because she's probably in a bad way. I'm amazed if she's alive, frankly. Without us around, she probably got herself in trouble. She's probably in a prison somewhere, getting tortured or something. Look, either way, we gotta wrap up. What were we even going to Adasa for? What was the point of that? Yeah, yeah, what was it? Y'all never actually told me. Uh, Gellin just, like, shrugs and, like, just this utterly confused look on her face. Uh, Myriad, I believe the Eleventh Dawn had something there. Oh, that's right. We were going down to track down some Eleventh Dawn stuff. Nihilus's last known location, or... Yeah, 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 that's right. That's right. Oh, yeah, the guy who was going to destroy Anvilgard. Oh, yeah. Nihilus uh, uh, speaks up, Galen. Y'all didn't put him down. Nah, I haven't had a chance. He keeps floating away on his stupid boat. Well, he's too afraid to come down and face us directly. A coward. Well, he saw what happened to his second in command. Yep. Oh, and I heard y'all kill the mock, Russia. Yep. It was delicious. Yeah, there's a lot of meat there. Do you know how much meat's in one of those guys? They're basically all meat. It's a like a flying meatball. Yeah. Go Great. on. Go on. Yeah, dude. So, 
I'm kind of hoping we find another one at some point, really, honestly. They're good eating. I wonder if there's some place where they naturally live. Either way, look, we should go back to Anvil Garden and save it whenever we get done with this. What happened to all the Stormcast? There was a there was a, a, a garrison there. I, I'm afraid I, I don't know Lord Skig or Master Skig. Just Skig. Sorry, my apologies, Skig. Uh, well, we should look into that. Uh, because I don't like the idea that, uh, look, if those Dark Elf people hurt the Stormcast, I'm going to be really upset with them. If, that's 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 some Sigmar Fury time. I mean, well, Skig. If, if you wish, you may send one of my owls, he says, and like he points to like a, this little clockwork owl. Yes, Clash of the Titans reference. Get at me. No, it's fine. He's in Blood of Zeus, too, that little dude. Uh, Archimedes or whatever. Uh -huh. yeah. Um, uh, yeah, let's do that. We should send one in. Uh, uh, maybe if there's a, we, we know a Stormcast. Can you like, can we tell this owl a particular person? It will find them if they're still on this, uh, in this realm. Okay, great. Uh, I'm going to give it the name of our Stormcast contact. The, um. Tamiya Selm. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Yep, her. Yep. The Encantor, the Night Encantor. Yep, there was her and then Mara were the like the two main. Yeah, I remembered Mara. Mara was the bartender slash retired Stormcast. Well, not retired, just waiting for conflict, yeah, yeah. right? I, I understand, but no, I want I want the Night Encantor. Yep. Um, if it's her true name, uh, Archimedes, we'll find her. It's a name I... she told us. I. Um, so, uh, he hands you, like, a parchment, uh, like a, like a papyrus, and then you, you know, write who it's to, Tommy Assault, and you actually see the, the ink sort of, like, glow and then dissipate into the page as you write the message, and then you feed it into the owl's, uh, sort of chest cavity, and, like, the paper, uh, burns up inside of it, and, uh, it has the message. Wonderful. It, uh, it flies off. So, whatever you wrote, you know... Give me the bullet points if you want. Uh, yeah. I mean, what I wrote was, hello, this is Skig. Uh, honored Stormcast Knight Encantor Tamiya. I hope this message finds you well. What the heck happened with these Dark Elves? Do we need to come back and help and or rescue people? Are you okay? All right. Sigmar be praised. All right. Did you give like a <laughs> location or anything like that? Location? What to whom? To where you are, your current whereabouts, or anything? Like no, that. I assume the verge is going to come back to us. Okay, all right. What, what am I going to say? <laughs> Ghost Town, Reaver Wastes on a walk in Gogport? What's the return address here? You're right. That sounds super metal. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, that is a pretty cool send off. I'm not going to lie. Yes, calling you from a ghost trapped dreamland yeah, in the I, middle I, of the Reaver Wastes on a walking ghost. Cog fort. So good yeah. luck if you're trying to find us. It says all that, like, you know, tweeted from iPhone, the same thing. It's yeah. sent, sent via owl from Walking Cod Ford, the whole rest. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it is on the evening of this day uh, that uh, you hear from somewhere up in the sort of like pseudo labyrinthian sort of uh, layers of the Cog fort. Um, 
the commander Grunden, uh, uh, Grundlewick Brimfort shout through, We've seen it! We've got it! The Shifting Spire! He shouts. And the party sort of, I'd imagine, like, rushes over to one of, like, the, the balconies or something like that to see um, sort of uh, tearing out of the desert, like, a, almost like a claw, like a single claw, this, what I can only describe as an, yo, yeah, this almost undulating tower, a mass of of flesh and monstrous amalgams just uh, disgusting to behold. This great sort of horrific spire reaching toward the sky. And you can see it almost like sort of waving and moving and throbbing on the horizon. You hate to see it. I'm sorry, what was that? I... Oh, what did you say, Ryo? I said, you hate to see it. That's his catchphrase, everybody. Yeah, and I was told I had to put that one yeah. in. I love to see it a couple of times. But yeah, yeah. That, don't mind me. Yeah. Um, I, I like your comment. By the way, for everybody who missed it, Halo's comment was, is that the right one? Yeah. And I said, yes. <laughs> Which is sure. the best comment. Mm-hmm. I mean, probably. Uh, all right. Well, let's get to work. How far away? How far away are we? Is if it depends on if Chuck is in the co- in in chat or not. Um, you're like a. It's the horizons, like a day's journey. It might be moving. Who knows? There might be some stuff. Uh, we can call it here, though. And yeah, we'll, that's we'll fine. Pick it up. All right. Yep. Uh, there, good place to stop. Thar- I'm like full steam ahead. Let's get this thing. We're gonna go burn this thing to the ground. Stupid chaos castle. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Hell yeah, Skig's brother. like genuinely excited. This is exciting for him. Like all this I, nonsense that we've been doing here of just chasing around the desert. This is nothing. This is not what I'm here for. I am here to smote chaos, and that's what this is. Was that? That's why I went for your party. I said that's right. Oh uh, yeah. For We're about to show these these uh, Zinch worshippers the thunder god's will. Yeah, this is uh, finally we're fighting true Zinch, true chaos. It's time for the Sigmar v Chaos classic battles. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom, I think you had a comment in there. Oh, you're muted, dude. He's muted. No, still muted. Can't no. hear you. In Discord, muted too. Yeah, it's weird. Oh, big mute. Yeah, big, big muter. Can I unmute him via the server functions? No, I can't. I, I can I can mute him. I can zoom the <laughs> camera can. in on his face. Look at that. Oh, neat. Look at the majestic. <laughs> uh, he's back. All right. Speak to our sphere. There you are. Oh, I had a kid that woke up. What's up? Oh, okay. no, nothing. Did you? We thought, thought you were going to say something. Yeah. Did you catch that. the spire? That's this. Uh, yep. 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 This like almost this living maw. This Zinchian. You know, and the question was, is that it? <laughs> is yeah. that it? Yeah. yeah, is that it? Wow, I thought that like me making this weird living tower, you know, you guys are hard to impress, you know. <laughs> oh, I thought it'd be bigger. That's exactly what I was just gonna say. I thought I really thought it'd be bigger. Uh, that's what you. No, mean. it's just real small because it's on the horizon. Oh, that makes more sense. <laughs> um, Jeffrey, why didn't you tell us? Um. So yeah. Uh, we'll we'll call it there. Uh, I have. Two words for the party. 
dungeon crawl. Okay. Sure. Um, of I don't do them often, but when I when I do, they're uh, we go deep. So you get like one or two. Well, this is a tower. Is this a dungeon climb? Good point. He's got you on that one. All right, here we go. It's the shifting spire. You don't Uh, be anything. We could have to go down to go up. Yeah, you don't know. You don't know where I'm. Yes, angle I'm coming at. That's fine. I close my eyes and walk forward, trusting my faith to guide me through this M.C. Escher nightmare. (laughs) Such trickery cannot stop the true vision of faith. Yeah. So, uh, uh, all the pious rat man. I don't think this staircase is really endless. Let's just keep let's keep going in a circle here. Yeah, I uh, like I said, I don't do dungeon crawls very often. Usually, my campaigns feature. Uh, hey, well, can tell you, I, I usually feature like three, like maybe one per act, or uh, they. Yeah. Honestly, lots of travel and X uh, interaction, right? Yeah, yeah, and I wanted to give the scope of the desert with time jumps and like show it's cool, but not actually go into it because traveling is my least favorite part of campaigns. Um, sure. So, but I, so I usually still devote like an ad, ad adventure to the actual travel, and just to show, hey, this is how long it is. But but now we're gonna have a dungeon crawl. Um, I think there's gonna be a couple adventures to get through it. Um, and spoiler alert, Chuck, if you're in the audience, buddy, uh, you'll be here next adventure. Uh, I've. That's why I use timey wimey powers. And if you know how his adventure ends, it's it's just fine that he can intersect the party. So. I'm going to assume it's with him attempting to stab Marathi in her face and kill her for this betrayal of the storm god, the one true king uh, of Azir, lord of the heavens. And then she grabs Lanissa and literally throws her like 17 miles out into the desert. Yeah, that's what happens. (laughs) Brilliant. Brilliant. Chris CB here redeeming a thousand RDP to remind everyone that chat gang ain't nothing to mess with. As we sign off for the evening, Jack Gang, thank you so much for joining us this evening. If you're watching the VOD, remember, like, subscribe, do all that stuff to make sure that you don't miss an episode. We record a little sporadically. It's, that's why it's all the more important for you to follow me either on, whether it's YouTube with a subscribe or a or a follow on Twitch to make sure that you don't miss an episode of, of the Best Damn Sold On Show. Uh, next week, we're going to go old school. It's going to be as Gygax intended dungeon crawling i like to throw some i like my dungeons to feature rp look at this gorgeous demon that that vince has been painting the whole time amazing i doubt we'll see any of this guy in there uh actually give me stats for that we're now we are sure (laughs) it's like a confused bloodthirster who's like why am i here i have made a wrong decision (laughs) took a wrong turn somewhere here we mentioned the desert features a lot like a lot of history with cord in this desert and sure, it's maybe Zinge. One I don't gotta explain anything anymore. Uh-huh. As soon as it's Zinch, it just nothing needs yeah. to make sense. So, oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, Chat King, thank you so much for joining us tonight. You are the reason we do this thing. You're the show within the show. Drink your milk, pay your taxes. We'll catch you hopefully next week. Good night, everybody. Bye.